XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. What do you think this is? Ooh, well, about seven hours ago, that was lasagna. Yeah. But with all the delays, I heat it, reheat it, reheat it again until, uh, well, it looks like that. I had a friend once who worked in the kitchen here, you know, preparing the food. She locked the top of her finger off slicing carrots one night. She looked in the pot, she looked for it, looked for it, never could find it. She thinks it was served on the Singapore run. Isn't that something? Do you believe that, that they would do that? If you
get down to it, Bopper. Oh yeah, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show on a Friday, a big Thanksgiving feast made by Fez Watley. He's doing Thanksgiving the right way, uh, at least in name. Anybody get any updates on him yet? I, I spoke with him just to coordinate the delivery of the food. I didn't ask him how anything was. Smart. Okay, that's good. We'd rather be just surprised. Yeah, surprised. I just... He sounded okay, but it's always tough to know on the phone. Well, here's the thing with Fess. So many people are counting him out with this that that's when Fez will once again fail you by do, doing great. <laughs> that's the beauty of Fez. It's like, oh, we got something that's perfect for Fez. And he'll shit to bed with it. And then, like, all right, this is something Fez will never do. And it comes through just fantastic. Gang gangbusters. Um, it is Thanksgiving the right way. And you can follow along with what Fez is doing. And we'll try to get some pictures up on the Interrobang this morning. But this is interesting to me. Rob Cross uh, just came in. And he, I don't know why everything's always so last minute with him. Mm hmm. So he goes, you know how they do the Christmas? I guess it's the special Christmas. So he goes, uh, what do you think? Ron and Fez, the right way? They come in here with you, then we take them to Molly's? I'm like, what? Now he's calling it the right way. I'm like, what do you mean? So let's try to get that together because I'd like one of our listeners to win this. Hell yeah. Because they will fly you into New York. You co-host the show with us. We take you out to dinner. And, you know, we do New York up the right way. We show you our kind of New York. We go to Molly's. We'll go to a great restaurant. Smoke some cigars. Lucky I drew some liquor. All right. Again, it always comes back to liquor. Um, it is Black Friday. Uh, really, really, really uh, beautiful day out here, too. Uh, I see that... Holly, was it Holly that sent us these? Yep, Holly. Holly in St. Pete. Now, she's originally from Pittsburgh, so she sent us these original smiley cookies that Pittsburgh is excited about. Are you a cookie guy, uh, Hicks? Yeah, I enjoy a cookie. I cracked that open, and uh, you know they have the uh, they have the frown brownies and then the smile cookies. And she sent us uh, the beautiful smile cookies. This is very exciting. So we'll ruin our appetite a little bit for Fez. A little sugar rush. Fuck it. But I like when somebody, like an area, has something they're known for. And this is just literally a smiley face. Nice. On In New York, we would call this a black and white. You get half chocolate, half the white. But this is just white and oh, smiley. White. All right, give it a bite. Let's see what we think of it. Z, it's none for you because I really I worry about your appetite. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm a very petite man. So oh God, you're miserable. Oh well, now I. So good. Send the interns in. I want them each to get a nice smiley cookie. Have a smile for still, yourself, boys. Still, still, still no cookie for me. No. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Do you look? They look oh, very that's good. Fantastic. They seem like very happy cookies as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, smiley cookie. You're missing it. I really mm, would like one. It? But I am nervous that I will then not enjoy the great Thanksgiving feast. 
Why does uh, Tebow keep winning if he stinks so bad? Look, uh, I, I was watching that game. It made no fucking sense. Did you hear what Doug just said? What the dog said. Oh, said. shit, they're dry. <laughs> dog? These aren't dry at all. What are you drinking fucking water cookies over in fucking Long Island? Come they on. really didn't take your cookie? <laughs> no. Send them back in. <laughs> Our Tebow just a fucking... It's insane. Against the Jets? They couldn't figure out they're going to fucking run the ball? The Jets blow. And, and especially in the last minute to give up a 20-yard run for a touchdown? Jesus Christ. And now, when you hear that, you think, oh, what an exciting game. Nope. Unwatchable. It was terrible. really terrible. And, but hey, you know, Rex Ryan wrote a book about, um, you know, stopping the option in, in college. So, you know, he wrote an entire book on it. So we knew what he was doing. The interns walk back and forth together. Like <laughs> they're like they're fucking uh, twins. Buddy system. I don't want them to get lost coming around. Oh my god. You um, think good of it? Yeah, I'm immediately full though. Only the dog was rough on it. Oh dog. What is it B dog? It's a B dog. Okay. Hmm. Gino, why are you making a face? Well, if you get a part, like, frosting fell off a part of my cookie, and without the frosting, I don't have any, all I do with water. It's just tough to swallow. See, people are rough on other oh towns. Oh, my God. What, why are you guys so Traditions. Holly? Oh, she sends us all these beautiful cookies This is up her here. childhood cookie Oh, I appreciate loves. it very much. No, you Thank don't. you, Holly. I do. I appreciate everything listeners send, except hate mail. Sometimes that's actually very nice prose. I like that you just throw Holly and just says that was the listeners. Oh, come on. She's a good friend. Oh, Holly and Jimmy Pete's the best. a great friend. Uh, we've got the Mike Zito, um, two of his songs up and a write-up of him on the Interrobang. And randomly, uh, we, we've got some of his stuff signed, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got five. We have five CDs of his son. new album, Greyhound. All right, the new album, Greyhound. And what we'll do is go over to the Interrobang.com. Uh, check out the Mike Zito uh, article, which is, you know, he gives it to us the blues way of how awful his life was. It's a great story. Yeah, it's a great it's story. Really it really fucking is. good. Until the blues saved him. Uh, and then we've got two links, I believe, to uh, Pearl River and probably Greyhound, I think, is on there. Yeah. Uh, and just to five commenters without, you know, five cool commenters, uh, we'll just give out... Um, Signed CDs. Get yourself a signed CD of Greyhounds. A great album. They were amazing live in here. Every, everybody went crazy here. Awesome. They everybody went nuts. Jammed it out. It was sick. They jammed it out, as uh, the kids try to say. I got something Pepper just uh, made up. You never heard of jamming? I've heard of jamming, not jamming it out. Jamming it in, however. All right. Um, there's somebody just wrote, someone named Kendall Jackson wrote, is that Pepper Hicks that slaps his lips on the mic? I'm enjoying a cookie. Sorry. Kendall Jackson. Yeah, really. Kendall. Uh, Lewis Manhattan says he has a spy report for us today. Spy report. Spy report. Report. Spy report. Spy report. Yeah, there's talks that uh, Chris talk. Uh, Chris Tucker's uh, talking to what Ice Cube. They want to do another Friday movie, possibly. Um. 
Yeah, they want uh, they want Chris Tucker to do anything. They're begging for him to come back to, to comedy. Well, he's starting. He's doing stand up again. He's been running around doing that. So it makes sense if he's coming back to the Friday. I mean, that's when he didn't show up in the second one. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" He was amazing as Smokey. Come on. Yeah. I called him Smokey for five years. <laughs> it's pretty, that's who he is. You can never. Yes, that's who he is in real life. You have to fucking experience that. Come on. That's who he is in real life. Yeah, I wish. So, what time do we think Watley's coming in? I think in about uh, ten or fifteen minutes, hopefully. All right, we'll break for him to give him time to move everything upstairs. Um, and why wouldn't we? Because he's just fucking so excited about this. I hope it all works out for him. I really do. I'm super. I'm super excited. This is my first Thanksgiving meal in years. Did your mom used to make? Oh, my grandmother used to make. But then she passed away, so we took a Thanksgiving off. And then the next year, my dad passed away, so then we took another Thanksgiving off. And then we took the next one off, and then my mom passed away. And then Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was just a really fucked You're up You're like set the fucking angel of death. Yeah. I don't want to eat Thanksgiving dinner with Hicks anymore. Fucking full. Hey, he's got some great genes, too, doesn't he? <laughs> just everywhere he looks, people are dying. Party stock. Everyone that he's ever loved or cared about, dead. Hey, I can't wait for some turkey. What part of the uh, site is uh, Mike Zito? Where is it up? Let's see, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I don't know where it is on here. Under, under, in, under interviews on the right-hand side. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's very cool. A web exclusive. Web exclusive. Pew! All right, the stuff that we have on here is things that he is uh, that he recorded with us. Yeah, the live live tracks. All right, some people are already writing good stuff too, which I love. Uh, Todd, you're on the Run of show. Hey, Ronnie. You know, with your show, combined with the Intero Bang, it's what I always expected out of Rolling Stone magazine. But besides all the glamorous compliments, I was wondering if you could tell me, you know, your own private spy report for me. Are you going to be in the new Grand Theft Auto game? Um, that, I, you know, I haven't heard anything. I guess we had a, a falling out with him, right? Yeah. Did he get his little fucking feelings hurt about something? Yeah, because his name was put up on the air. Oh, because his real name got said. Yeah, that was the that was that was the thing. Yeah, you know. Then he called back. He gave me like half a fucking threat, which I said, "What? Huh? What?" Because he said to me, "Like I have to be careful. What if I gave your family members uh, name out on the air?" And I go, "What the fuck, dude?" And I'm walking to work at the time. And I go, "Wait, what did you just fucking say to me? Is this where you want this to go?" And then <laughs> That's... so we had this fucking, you know. This fucking thing, like, we're in the yard for a second, and then it all got cool again. But then we never heard from him. No. Because he was supposed to come back, like, a few weeks later. He was going on vacation or whatever. Right. And then he was supposed to come back in. Never happened. Never heard back from him. Very weird. Mm-hmm. So, at least I know I'll be in the new Pac-Man game. Uh, Rob, you're on a Fez. Hey, uh, did you guys just double-check with Fez that he knows it shouldn't, that the turkey shouldn't be medium-rare? 
please. Don't even joke about that. Oh, no. I get very fucking nervous about trichinosis. Look, there's a good fucking chance we're all going to be shitting and vomiting all day long. Wait, what? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. If he cooked it bad, that will happen. Turkey and chicken are the thi two things that can get the seafood also if it's not cooked properly. Yeah, I got bad fucking food poisoning once from some clams casino from a diner. Yeah, I got a. <laughs> well, that, why would you order clams? I hate people. <laughs> but in a diner, you will see them order like, like the the 80th entree in the back. I was totally fucked up. Yes. <laughs> Used to go with the cheeseburger for some some reason that night years ago. Yeah, you get a cheeseburger every time you go into a diner. Or breakfast. Yeah, there you go. Get breakfast out. or a cheeseburger. Uh, you know what? I'm a liar. I will order Turkey Club. I actually got a place around here that has the best Turkey Club in the city. Oh, shit. I, I love like a the, Turkey I don't club. like to give the name out. Well, I, mean, I will take you there for a Turkey Club. Oh, that sounds great. Love a Turkey Club. Just, uh, I just went like, yeah, we've gone for a Turkey Club. That's good. Can I just have a moment with my man? <laughs> no, I want, you know. You know what? Nobody's going now. No. You know what, Jim, thanks that? for fucking it up for me because I love a fucking Turkey Club. Oh, Pepper, That's I mean. it. You know what? It's Thanksgiving, kids. I need you two to get along. Not so much for me, but for your mother. And if you don't, I will bash your fucking teeth out with a hammer. Fine. God, I miss my dad. I can't wait to see him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I want you two to know, I will break every finger you have. Jesus. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> How did it get to this? Just ask How you did it the spiral out of fucking control so fast? Um... I will kick your ass up over your shoulders. I know. Fuck. I know you will. I've heard that. <laughs> I love that kind of talk. It always makes me laugh. Um, here's uh, ECW Zombie. Uh, Ronnie B. I'm calling in to take my licks for, your, for, for the other day. Um, just to clear it up, you know, I, I, I am ECW Zombie, but... Sometimes I call his Tim. Because... Oh, it's Tim. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I will never keep up with names, Zombie, but when you have gotcha. the crazy kind of name, like ECW Zombie, I will always remember you. But if you're okay. Bob from Little Rock, it'll what? never fucking sink in. No. Dude, I, I did it. You have no idea how many off-the-books um, adopted sons you have, and I'm one of them. And I, I, I love the show so much, and... Not to get mushy or anything like that, but it's too late. It's just that, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, but I, I, I just wanted to call and, and and just clear everything up. And I wasn't up to shenanigans or anything like that. I was just, I was just trying to pump up Fezzi, and and um, I wasn't looking to cause any trouble with you. Well, when we come, when you call in as ECW Zombie, we'll always know it's you. If you call from every other any other name, we won't. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll just never remember. Put the boots to me. Put the boots to me. No, you don't need it. Just, you know what? Never, you know, fucking respect kayfabe and never give up your gimmick. All right, zombie? Ever. Gotcha, brother. All right, talk gotcha. to you later. What was, uh, what was the adoption process like for when you got ECW Zombie? But, you know, a lot of people do this with their fucking, like, internet name, right? So you will meet them in a thing, you know, back when we used to do stuff with ronfez.net. And people be like, this is Skittles. And I'm like, oh, oh hey, I Skittles. And he'll go like this, call me Charlie. And I'm like, nope. 
That is not ever going to fucking happen. <laughs> You're fucking Skittles. That's the way I knew you. You stay in Skittles to me. Now, if you wanted to change your name to another crazy name, then I'll remember. I remember Heckler became Blowhard. Yeah. No problem. But then sometimes he likes to call in his real name. No, come on. I can't follow. Be hard, baby. I can go to uh, Happy Typing Girl to HTG, but I would not uh, go to her actual name, Mary Beth. Oh. She's, I think, Mary Beth Lundstein? Something like that. I can't remember the whole thing. Um, Tom in New York, you're my fez. Hey, Ron. I've got a TV music spy report. TV music. Spy report. TV music. Spy report. Yeah. We've got a double dose tonight on PBS starting at 11.30. Austin City Limits with Randy Newman for an hour. And then after that, Elvis Costello for another hour. Dude, you know what you should be doing? You should be writing in and helping us out with Filtered Excellence. I'll make it a point to do that. Uh, send us that, the Atera Bank, because that's too... Uh, now, that's two of my favorites, back-to-back. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Austin City Limits is one of the few places that still play live music with cool acts on television. If not the only one. When they started, they were the only ones who did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then a couple of things came up, but really, they've been the consistence. It's they've great. been around for what? So like the 70s or something crazy? Yeah, it's, it's going on for a while. Saw Flogging Molly in the theater they play at when I was down in Austin. It was great. Were you so fucking excited to be in that theater? I was. I was like, oh, this is fucking it's pretty the awesome. Austin City Limits Theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm fucked up. He's going off the plane. Take you a know, picture of me really in front of the sign. When I leave here uh, at night, uh, I'll just see people taking pictures of Radio City every day. They're not in the pictures. It's not like, look, I'm at Radio City. They're taking a picture. And I'm like, you could all just Google image and stop fucking crowding up the sidewalks. I don't know why people go, I'm going to take a picture that I'm not in. Yeah, it, it's, it's really weird. And let's suppose somebody you know. Let's suppose your buddy set you a picture of them in front of Radio City. What are you supposed to do with that then? You made it, dude. When were you performing? <laughs> See, that's weird. That's fucking strange. Just pictures of inanimate objects and landmarks are so weird. I remember we went to Disney World when I was younger, and instead of taking photos, my dad actually bought postcards. So if you go through our family photo album, there's a bunch of family photos. And then since my dad didn't want to take the photos himself, there's postcards of stuff at Disney in there. Now, did you feel let down by that? I was just like, I even at the time I knew that was weird, but I also didn't want photos that we had taken. It didn't make any sense. Like, I don't like a photo unless I'm in it or there are people I know in it. Whoa. Yeah, that, I think that's the only way to do a photo. It's fucking ridiculous. If it doesn't mean, look where we were. If it's like, look at this mountain. By the way, you ever notice like, mountains look like shit when you get home and see your fucking photos? <laughs> like, this looks like, a lot better in real life. It's a giant mountain. Why does it look like this little fucking hill? There's no perspective here. <laughs> um, let's gotta... go over here to uh, Pit Doc. He wants to help us out. Pit Doc. Hey, Ronnie, I'm hoping the best for Fezzi with his meal and everything like that. Would you like some supportive tips for uh, treating food poisoning? No, I would like to know how, like, we just don't want to see a bloody turkey. If yeah. it's nice, 
and white inside, we're, we're safe, right? Yes, you're safe. As long as the meat's fully cooked. You get, if you see pink, though, don't eat that, but the rest of the meat will probably be good. But I can call you in a prescription for a really good anti-emetic. It melts on your tongue, so you don't have to worry about throwing up later. What's it called, Oxycontin? Zofran. Oh. But you know my neck's killing me, too, right, Pit Doc? Well, uh, that's for something else. I would recommend something, but not for you. <laughs> Why not? Because oh. that's medicine. Yeah, that's true. Medicine never hurts you. You wouldn't believe all the people we have up here with back problems and neck problems. Oh, I would believe it. <laughs> it's oxycontin heaven up here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, take it easy, Ronnie. Happy Thanksgiving. I saw, that, I saw that Maria <laughs> Bella movie last night, or that TV show, and it made upstate look like the scariest fucking place in the it's world. It's basically the south, upstate. It yeah. can get real weird in the most well, of it. Well, the weird thing is, is no matter what city you're in, if you go f about a half an hour out of that city... You're in redneck country. It's the sticks, right? It's it's fucking weird. Yeah, so you're like a half hour outside of Chicago. Like, how you doing? And you're like, I had no idea. Like, when you get to places like Ohio, you hear a southern accent if you're not in the cities. It's fucking nuts. This All right, Fez is downstairs. Yeah, he's, he says he's about three minutes away. Okay, well, let's give him a couple of minutes, and then we'll break, send you down... Get this thing going uh, and make it fucking happen in a big, big way. Um, first, here's Chris. Chris, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, I got a good story. Like, it makes me so totally sound like a dork. Is when fish came back from their first hiatus, I had tickets to Madison Square Garden, mm -hmm. and I've got the picture of me in front of the marquee, and I've got this big, goofy ass goatee, and I look like an idiot. And I thought that story was bad enough, but. Is marquee an uncommon word, Ronnie? Do you know what you know what marquee is, right? Yeah, right. No, I don't think it's uncommon. Okay, your call screener had to come back and he goes, Now wait a minute. What's a marquee? See, I had my fucking picture taken and this might sound like fucking weird, but I had my picture taken in front of Biz Marquee. And right. it cool. just seemed like a nice thing. Was he beatboxing? Yeah. All right. Were you guys friends? It looks like it in the picture. <laughs> just friends. I'm excited for Fez. Um, can't wait to see what this comes. Now, here's the thing that we should say to each other before we do this: if it's a little bad, do we fake it? <sighs> I'm in the mood for faking it, making the Thanksgiving miracle. Make Fez feel good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know he was working on it all night long. B dog, yeah. don't say it's dry. I can't even imagine how fucking awful the dog is. Fucking dry. Oh, oh, dog. And I just. I know that Holly's head just felt. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Listen, these. Or if it's fantastic, do we act like it blows? <laughs> that, that I definitely want to do. <laughs> Whatever we do, we won't tell the truth. Just make them feel bad. But then you know. All right, let's do this to the listeners. If we're saying it's great, it's awful. If we're saying it sucks, that means it's passable. Okay. They'll, now, though they're not so there's no scenario where you're expected to be amazing. No time at all. Are you ever honest? <laughs> I can't it's exciting imagine. though. It's exciting for him, isn't it? It's super exciting. I knew. I just knew that he wasn't sleeping all night. And he's probably all wired, <laughs> fucking dragging all his food in. I thought about texting him at one point, but then I remember he was at home, so he wouldn't get it. 
And Joe, that's fucking time so, to turn off the phone. That's the time to turn off the phone. Um, so you're going to bring him up in the freight elevator or what? Yeah, he says he has a lot of stuff. He's got like a cart with him of all the stuff, apparently. And I just don't know the size of it. If Even though... Like, they might make him scan it through security if we bring him in the normal entrance. Uh, does everybody got to scan their lunch when they come in here? <laughs> no, but also, I feel like it's going to look strange with this man with a huge cart of product or whatever this is. And it's just easier to bring him into the freight. Man, people are writing some very nice comments on Mike Zito's thing. Hell I'm very yeah. happy that. You should. Very, very happy to see that. Here's a person you go like this. Incredible story to go from rock bottom to getting clean and making an album with a Neville and an Almond. Wow. Robbie wrote that. To go from rock bottom to rock. Uh, George, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. What's up? I want to hey. know, where's this, where's this good turkey club? It's a place from here or there, some other place. I will only tell you this. This is a place that every magician in the world knows every magician in the world as a matter of fact they have a magician's table that is only a magician for you to be able to eat there oh, that sounds fucking awesome fuck do you have to like go in and do a trick like to prove your magician or the magician no not every fucking pr you would be known yeah that, no, that's like if, if okay. you said uh when you when you fuck go over to the friars club you're gonna say to some guy tell me a joke <laughs> if you're so funny tell me a joke Where's your fucking they're ass? gonna know okay um randy you're on manifest uh is there any documentation to prove that he didn't just go out and purchase all this pre-cooked his integrity. Uh, well, we know how much he lies, though, Ron. <laughs> I can't believe you that. Know? I can't. But, now, I know for a fact that Fez wanted to do this. Not so much for any other reason, but to have the experience of going to the the Interrobang and doing it the right way. And I said, this is your chance, Fez, to fill your dad's shoes. Instead of being like Hicks... We're going to fuck this up and drink liquor because our hearts are so broke. You say this. <laughs> the flag never hits the fucking ground. And that's how it was when I was in the Calvary. And we were killing the helpless Apaches and Navajo. Wait, wait, wait. No one dropped the flag to the ground. Someone else would pick it up. What year was when was this when it happened? Shit. Uh, 1800s. I know it wasn't long after the Civil War. What? You Let me think. When did we do the March of Tears, where we marched them so many miles and then they died? Are you a Civil War vampire? Team Ron. All right. Fez is downstairs. He's got the cart. We're going to break here. We'll come back with some Mike Zito. Beautiful. Uh, do we have the live stuff that we Oh, yeah, we play? have the live stuff. Yeah. This is the stuff that you can hear up on the Interrobang right now. Uh, it's all very, very exciting. And when you get back, Fez will unveil his food. It's the Ron Fez Show.
That's uh, Mike Zito. Uh, you can hear those songs done. Uh, we've got a couple of them up. Over on the Interrobang, head on over, and uh, we're going to randomly pick out uh, five different commenters on that and give out signed Mike Zito. It's a great album. It's called Greyhound. Uh, we also have a link up to where you can buy the album. Fez Watley is here, and I will not let him tell me anything, but I'm going to say this to the audience before we uh, bring him in. I've never seen him look quite so confident. Not as flustered as you would think. No, like, just the opposite. When Fez has nothing to do, he looks flustered. On a daily basis, Fez looks like, uh, uh here is something he's never tried before. Ever. And he looks absolutely confident. I was shocked bringing him up in the elevator when we met him outside. Shocked. It goes to show you that Fez's stuff is all directional. And that's why I can't help him. The callers can't help him. His shrink can't help him. This is really up to Fez. And when he says, this is the thing that gives me passion, then no one's going to be able to say something to him to make him sad. Um, I'm going to have Fez do the Parade of Sides, as we do every year, and introduce each one. But first, let's bring him in. Fez, how are you? Good. Happy Thanksgiving early, everybody. Well, remember, this is also playing on Thanksgiving. Yes. So just say, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. All right, we're getting off to a bad start. I'm a little nervous about this. Um, the gravy boats are out there. What should we look at first, Fez? Should it be the parade of sides, or do you want to save the turkey for last? Yeah, let's definitely save the turkey for last. I have to... Everything's in a roasting pan covered with aluminum foil to get it here warm and safe. So actually, uh, it's like opening gifts. I'm not sure which is which at this point. Okay. But I do know which one is obviously the turkey. All right, let's just go potluck here and see what this is. Oh, this is a pumpkin pie. First of all, I will say this. The pumpkin pie is beautiful. Now, um, that's my filling. I'm, I made Ew. the filling in the... Oh, the pumpkin pie filling. The pumpkin pie looks pretty damn terrific. Yeah. Scrumptious. All right. So right off the bat, how's it smell? Um, I'm not really picking up an odor on it at all. Is that a good thing or a bad um, thing? So the shell you didn't make. The shell I didn't make, but I did put the the filling together with the pumpkin puree and the spices and cream and everything else. Are you happy the way that looks? I I think that looks like a pumpkin pie. It looks like a pumpkin pie. It looks fantastic. That's what I was judging everything by. Right. Does this look like a food I've eaten before? All right. <laughs> um... Let's see what you got next. All right, next is a just my green beans almondine. Fancy. So that's uh, green beans, fresh yeah. green beans, almonds, mm. parsley. Uh, very attractive. Looks very fresh. bright. Yeah, <laughs> looks fresh, photogenic. By the way, we need pictures before we cook any of this and we're not going to do it yet we're going to wait until the whole thing is put out there again you don't know what you're pulling out here Fez. i have no idea oh this is my mashed potatoes oh 
This is a recipe that I got off of Cook's Illustrated. Through, you get, you, the link is there on the Intero Bang through Thanksgiving the right way. So that's my mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes look interesting. Yeah. They look heavy. They look heavy. They don't look as solid as I was hoping. Well, they're kind of um, melted mashed potatoes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, from a visual standpoint, we've seen worse before. <laughs> but yeah, nice good. looking beans, perfect looking pumpkin pie. Let's keep this going. All right, this is one of my stuffings, bringing in two stuffings today. Whoa. Uh, this is a pecan cranberry stuffing. Mm. And this is made, um, also, if you go to the Interbank, Thanksgiving the right way, the link to uh, William Sonoma. Mm -hmm. They have their Thanksgiving headquarters. This is one of their stuffings. All right, good. Good call. All right, so you followed the uh, everything that was on there just perfectly. You didn't think. You didn't oh. think, oh, I'm going to go with something. Just, I, just follow directions. Exactly. I sautéed the onions, the celery, exactly the right. way they said to for the exact amount of time they said to. All right. And uh, put everything together. Again, this looks very passable. I mean, I don't know whether stuffing ever looks delicious. Right. But that certainly looks like a stuffing. Um, this is another stuffing. It's like I've opened socks twice at Christmas. I don't know why you made two <laughs> stuffings. Weird. Um, I couldn't decide which one I wanted. This is a, uh, I don't know how you say the word, focaccia bread? Mm. Focaccia, I believe? For, okay, I focaccia think. bread stuffing. Also from the Williams-Sonoma headquarters. Thanksgiving headquarters. And thank God for Thanksgiving the right way on the Interbang, or I never would have made it through any of this. Oh, these are my biscuits. Oh. Now, the biscuits look very good, Fez. Um, what did you do with these? That That is actually... The biscuits were the last thing I made mm -hmm. as the car service was ringing the bell right. to come down. That is, that is from a roll. That uh, is the, you know, you, you pull them off the roll and bake them. No. From scratch. Oh. So, but it was... It was uh, the last thing I had to do, and it was almost like one of those food shows where I had to plate at the last second. Hmm. All right, so that's not keeping in the rules, but so far so good. Okay, this one isn't unwrapping as well as I had hoped. I don't know what that is, but oh, it no. looks like there's orange. extreme amount of, I guess, a block of cheese you made here? <laughs> this is the corn casserole. Mm -hmm. What? This is the corn casserole. This is... Now, this got trickier than I was hoping for because I thought, all right, I'll just make my father's corn casserole. Right. And forgot my father's not around to tell me how to make the corn casserole. So oh, God. I had to get the instructions from my mother who kind of half-guessed at everything on it. All right, so two of these are not the right way. You went off uh -huh. from the thing. You gave us refrigerator biscuits, and you gave us the corn casserole, which is not on the Interabang. So both of those are going to cost you points because okay. we had a deal. Right. Um, all right, let's keep uh, moving along here. And this should be my other pie. 
I think this one looks better than the first one. It does. The pies look slightly store-bought, if I had to say the truth here. All right, now we are ready for the Turk. Here it comes. Still very, very warm. All right, here is my turkey. Um, I was so excited when those little thermometers finally popped out. I put two in it to make sure that it's absolutely done. How does it look to you? Um, I think it could have been browned a little bit more. I was yeah. worried about burning it up. Yeah. <laughs> that top looks a little white. Alright, so uh, there's Fed stuff. Let's get it presentable for the pictures. We'll get it presentable for the pictures. Since it's all, you don't want all the tin foil no. shots in there at all. Let's get it nice and straightened up. So with the uh, turkey, that was also uh, from the Intero Bang Thanksgiving the right way. Um, let's just uh, put the whole thing uh, out here now. Very, very attractive meal, though. Uh, proving that you put yourself to it, and you certainly have a presentable meal. Thank you. Now, that turkey is not the turkey that you bought. That's not the original turkey that you bought, right? Oh, no, no, because no. Because that, uh, I don't know how small an oven would be for that not to fit into it. Yeah, that was that was the second turkey. I, went, I had to downsize on the turkey yeah, to get it in the oven. So the listeners have no idea of this. Oh, I had bought a 16-pound turkey. Right. And it did not fit in my oven. I couldn't get it in there. So this is a 12-pound bird. All right. Um, now, I see the gravy boats, but I haven't seen any gravy. Oh, here's the gravy. And how did you make the gravy, Fez? The gravy, um, I used the gravy turkey base from Williams-Sonoma. Mm -hmm. And How do you feel about your gravy? The gravy, I think, is the weakest part. Oh Jesus! That I think that is the weak. I think it's the weak link in the um, in the meal. Then you haven't seen your cheesy corn. That was crazy. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what went wrong there. I followed the recipe, so I'm not trusting of the turkey. Everything else, uh, the refrigerated biscuits. Uh, I'll be willing to take a shot at the turkey seems to there's just like it looks like there's a huge thing of oil on the top of it oh god because there's a lot of clear space uh-huh before you get to what I would call gravy see I don't know what that is exactly see I knew this was going to be the trickiest part <laughs> okay 
And I was following the recipe as best I could. All right, let's get some nice pictures first. Okay. Oh, look how what an awful job Syracuse is doing okay, pouring that gravy. This is not exactly the nicest, the easiest container to you pour. You pour it out of a square Tupperware container. Come on, what man. What could be easier? The fuck? Careful busted into the room. Everybody be careful. There's a lot of food in here. Stepping on wires. Um, oh, I like what you're doing there. You're kind of plating it up for us now. <laughs> I want it to look nice. What do we got to carve the uh, turkey with? Uh, I brought some knives. Well, you got a big carving knife, right? We need the big knife. Get the big knife. <laughs> and what are we going to carve the cheesy redneck corn casserole <laughs> with? A spork. <laughs> how, how many times do we say it's got to come off the site? Well, this is certain. Now, you, uh, Vez, you would not be worried about presenting this to your family next week. No, I think this is. I think this is doable. This is now the reason why this experiment went down is you said that you're just going to have this shitty supermarket food. We all told you if you followed the rules, you'd be able to do it. You were seeing it as magic. Well, this is something that's interesting. I wish we would have taken the picture quicker because these biscuits have deflated. Oh, oh that's weird. As soon as they got uncovered. Oh, God. They were a lot thicker, <laughs> fluffier. Oh, man. All right. Um, that's looking good now. If I was... To give a presentation uh, thing, I'd be a very, very high mark here. I would be a very, very high mark on a presentation. This, of course, is a very strange-looking event. Uh, Again, I also would have thought about something, rather than just pumpkin pie, have some whipped cream or somehow to kind of bring that all up. Of course, you're really not bringing out a can of whipped cream, are you? Oh, yeah. We're doing it the right way. But yeah, you'll put it on after. I don't want you to put it on before we take the pictures. We'll at least take some whippets. If you want to do whippets, that's up to you. I can't say that uh, uh, I will say it's a great idea. Um, I uh, will tell you, Fez, that for everybody that said you would fail at this, they're already wrong. This is definitely, uh, before we even get into taste, the presentation grades are high enough that I can't imagine this being a failure. Now, for a nice picture, let's take out the plastic. Okay. Okay. Just and the have food, a nice yeah. thing. Present it correctly. Look it up. This is what everybody's going to see. Come on, symmetry here. When they here. go to the website. You want to make it look nice. Symmetry. There we go. Get some from up above it, and then we will do the uh, taste test. Looks exciting. A little nervous about that part of it. 
as we all are, Fez, as we all are. But there's a shitload of food that got here. Uh, yeah, give a couple more, because that's a nice-looking picture. Put the light up over top of your head, too. Get some nice lighting for him. Um, isn't that square light on? Doesn't that square light above us go on? It used to. There's a feeling of doom that has entered the room. Instead, I don't know what happened, <laughs> I'm but fucking a excited. feeling of sadness fell over this room when this should be elation. I'm super excited, I'll be honest. I was thrown off by the cheese dish, but everything else looks fucking fantastic. I mean, Jesus Christ, we got a nice Thanksgiving dinner fucking laid up right here for us. On the 36th floor of Sirius XM. Who else has that? Fucking nobody. They should all feel Yeah, like give shit. me a closer picture, though, now. Because you can't see the food too good. Um... Fez Watley's pulled it off, ladies and gentlemen, before we even get to uh, the tasting part of this. The amazing thing is, like, like making the stuffing. It was very weird. I'm like, there's a lot of elements going into this. This, is, this can't possibly come out right. And then when things start looking like they're kind of supposed to, it's very, very weird. <laughs> um, In a good way. The gravy, actually, which underneath all the shiny grease looks good. Uh, so maybe the first couple people will be getting shiny <laughs> grease. All right. Very, very nice looking pictures. Look at these pictures, Fez. Wow. Although the turkey, a lot of does, food. The turkey does look small now. Um, why don't we do this? Let's take the time to do a break. And when we come back... We'll be tasting Thanksgiving dinner, but already, uh, I think Fez Watley's done a bang-up job Thank before you. we even get to it. There's one small clap for you, and we'll be right back. It's the Ron Fez Show. The Ron and Fez show. Fez uh, giving is going on right now. Uh, and so send in the kids. Everybody come in and get their plates. Um, I will tell you that the turkey is cutting beautifully. It looks fantastic. Some of the stuffings are very interesting because I've never actually had either. I, and by the way, I'm not doing any tasting yet. I'm waiting for everybody to taste together uh, but Fez has done an admirable job here today before we even getting to the testing uh, and I want to make sure somebody get everything on their plate so we can get a picture of everything on the plate too up on it but Fez has in fact pulled off a dinner a full dinner 
a full <laughs> dinner before we even get to the tasting. When you just line us up, I want one of you guys to do your plate as perfectly as you can, as if we were the Food Network. Make sure you have the greens. Now, I will say this. He's amazingly carb-heavy. Um, with uh, the biscuit, two stuffings, whatever this corn thing is that's a family recipe. Weirdness. What is that called, Fez? Uh, corn casserole. All right, so that is basically another piece of cake that's here. It looks cakey. And the potatoes um, were, were carbohydrate uh, heavy. So if you're, you're counting points today, you've already fucked up. And then throw in a smiley cookie and forget about it. Your day is already ruined. Yeah, you're comatose. Um... So, everybody, Zeets, make sure you come in. Hicks, don't waste any time here, because I want us to all get the taste going together. And I'm very, very impressed with Fez on presentation. And presentation always plays very big on Food Network. It always plays very big. And I'm looking at the plate in front of me here, and it's pretty damn terrific looking. It is. It's actually uh, everything that people thought Fez was uh, was going to do. This is just the opposite. Very, very happy for him. Um, as you can hear, the smiling children, the laughter going on in the room. It's a time of celebration. Which one of you guys has the most perfect plate? Because I want to get a picture of that. Oh, it's our artist, of course. It's our artist. Just stand still so we can get that picture nice. Uh, no, I think it looks okay. I mean, I would have put the light on above them. But, you know what? I'm an art director, so that's where I go first. Now, Fez also made cocktails for everyone. What did you make, Fez? Yeah, no cocktails. And not have an open bar with this one. But there's plenty of free Pepsis from down the hall. Beauty. Well, really, really excited. We'll try to get these pictures up today. Let me know when everybody is ready. And Chris Stanley, uh, before we get into this, I think you're going to lead us in prayer. Um, so, it is Thanksgiving with the Rana Fez Show. Yeah, go ahead. Enjoy your gravy. You're first in the gravy boat there, dog. We trust you. Gravy's actually pouring uh, nice. Looks... See, one of the presentation's problems is the gravy looked crazy in that big tub, but does it look so bad now? I think the gravy just may have separated. And it yeah, there's no doubt about that. We probably should have did a nice stir job on it, but um, bringing it in in that tub did not help from a presentation point of view. I'm not going to judge him on that. Let's see Hicks's plate looks good. Hicks, you grab a wing? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a wingman. Everybody needs a wingman. 
I'm all um, about the wings, Ronnie B. <laughs> all right, let's turn off that light now, please. I think we're in an interrogation here. Yeah, Jesus I know. Christ. Did we get the pictures we wanted? Yes. All right, let's send them over to the Interrobang editor. I'm excited for Fez. Fez, are you worried about the taste or are you confident? I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm concerned. You know what? I'm actually more concerned about texture than taste. Okay, texture you worry about. Like my mashed potatoes. I'm worried about texture there big time. Right. The casserole, the green beans. I'm, I'm worried maybe too soggy. So more than taste, I'm worried about texture. All right. Uh, first, we'll start this off with our own Chris Stanley. Right, so it's like saying grace? Yeah, say grace. All right, so you grew up in a Catholic family. You know how to say grace. <laughs> grace to God. Thank you for this meal. Catholic prayer, please. Oh. Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph, hallowed be thy name. Stop. That's not I did, a Catholic prayer. <laughs> bless us. Bless us. Our daily bread. Bless us, O Lord. Oh, bless us, O... <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's take, it. Let's take it from the top. And look, I see that you feel a little nervous here. I never said the grace... I never like grace off before. Uh, what is your religion? Catholic. Say it the proper way, then. All right. Bless us, O Lord, our daily... Bless us, O Lord, and these... And these... Thy... Thy... Gifts. Gifts. All right, take it from the top. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts, and kindred souls. There's no kindred souls. I really thought that, I swear to God, I thought that was next. <laughs> so you, you know, can I tell you something, Fred? Really As a Catholic, you shouldn't be laughing because we're watching him sink in the hell. I, I haven't heard these prayers in years, and it all comes back to me as soon as I hear like the first line. Right. I know like every line now. Oh, of course. Thanks for fucking bragging, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not a prayer. All right, take him in the top. Please. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts. Which. Which. Help us. We. Which, which we. Are about. Are about to eat. To receive. To receive. From. From you, our Lord. From thy. From thy loins. From thy bounty. From thy bounty. <laughs> through. Through the Mother Mary. Through Christ. <laughs> through Christ, our Lord and Savior. Just our Lord. Just stop uh, once you uh, get there. Okay. Through our, Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to take it from the top and read it all the way through. Oh, fuck. No, all right. Never mind. Let's just eat here. All right. This is the Fez Watley meal on Thanksgiving, and there's plenty to be thankful about. And you know, I noticed Fez hasn't set a plate for himself. No. Because the mom wants to stand there near the kitchen door in case anyone needs anything. Yeah. You all go ahead. I'm fine. Well, this is exciting. Very. I got a thermometer piece. Has a hole through it. I just realized. You fucked that up. That means it's done. I know. I, I didn't. There's supposed to be cat hair in the stuffing? Or? <laughs> oh, boy. So what are we what are we tasting first? Whatever you want. Go though. for it, dude. It's your fucking plate. It's all been blessed. Okay, the potatoes are fantastic. Really? Mm, fantastic. Turkey's <laughs> good. Oh yeah, he's, he's not crazy about the the turkey. Not crazy about the turkey at all. But mashed potatoes on top of the world. Blowing it up. Mm. Having Thanksgiving dinner with her own Fez Watley. Wow, this refrigerated biscuit, brilliant. Really helps the meal. I definitely recognize the brand. 
I've cooked these by myself in my home before. Yeah, that's what I worried about. <laughs> but they really did help a lot. All right, let's. I'm going to try this cheese corn casserole. Yeah. Mmm. May have gone a little too heavy on the cheese. Mmm. No. I actually, I would have preferred even more cheese. All right, let's go over the stuffing. Oh. The cakiness of this cheese corn. It's fucking not bad at all. There is like a like a centimeter thick layer of cheese on top, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider it's all cheese, it's it's definitely a lot. Uh, the moistness of the mine thing's a little crispy. Both stuffings. All right. Highlight for me, the mashed potatoes and the biscuit right after that. The low light. No, and I'm also going to put the, what do you call the cheesy casserole? The cheese corn casserole. Mm. As a highlight. Oh, I forgot the lima bean here. Got an almond in there. Cheese casserole, harder to cut than I thought it would be. It definitely pulled off a meal. Without a doubt. Meal. Are you trying to get applause going? I'm very glad. No, it's more of a just a sigh of relief. You could easily sit down, make this meal for a family, have friends over. You're a hit. You are a hit. You can't believe this happened. I mean, a man who's never cooked before in his Ever. life. Ever! Three days ago, I didn't Ever. know how to turn the oven on. I think that was even closer than three days ago. Oh, really? Were okay. you still fighting with it yesterday? Yeah. Didn't you say? <laughs> oh, all right. I, uh, yeah. When I finally got it on, and then... For some reason, cooking this meal this morning, uh, smoke detector went off twice. Where do you so know? it had some hazards. Where do I'm you get? I'm not gonna say. Gento. I don't think that you could even make this anywhere and not at least have a house trailer in sight. You'd have to be able to look at. I ain't saying that you live in one, but you can look out your window and see one. Or you're entertaining guests that live in one. Now, did someone's coming by from the double wide? Did Pit Doc say? Pink turkey was bad. Like, what counts as pink turkey? Don't worry about pink turkey. Did you eat a lot of pink? Look at breast turkey. Breast turkey's all pink. Mine looks like breast cancer awareness. Fuzzy, eat up. You gotta eat now. Okay. You can relax. Um, Enjoy. I think you've done a remarkable job, particularly since you've never cooked before. This nope. is a, I'm going to call it, the Thanksgiving miracle. Here, here. We are getting pinker and pinker on that turkey. This going to be eaten. Oh, no. <laughs> it looked good from the outside. Very pink? It's a little too pink <clears throat> for my taste. There's some pink run, a lot of pink run through that here. All right, we're all going to get sick. Oh, no. It comes on pretty fast, too. So we'll know, like, by the end of the show? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean... At least we'll know. 
Well, we got enough stalls here that we could all end up shitting together. <laughs> you know? Shit's They're kind of like team awareness. Fez, <laughs> <laughs> this is very good. I like the corn casserole. It's good. You're from Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love our corn casserole in Virginia. That's true. That's good. I like being in Virginia. Be proud of it. What was your favorite thing on the plate? I'm going to say the um, non-pecan stuffing I thought was uh, who's ahead. I thought both stuffings were great. And pecan was good, too. And now I'm flipping back to the real way I'm saying stuff, by the way. Not doing opposite. Because yeah. I noticed I was the only one that stayed with it. No, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> That's why I put that note up. <laughs> I am so confused. I was like, okay, does he like... He doesn't like the... I was so... Couldn't like these mashed potatoes. We had a deal. No, um, did you see me? I was crazy. trying to make eyes at you at one point. Yeah, what the are you two doing? stuffings, Fez. Um, but even beyond this, if you handed this in, like if you were just... You went to someone's house. You know how you don't sit around and judge it like we're doing Food Network stuff. Sure. You'd be just like, oh, what a great meal. You'd eat it. You'd go back, watch a football game, fall asleep. You've pulled off a Thanksgiving meal. And that's no bullshit. You've pulled off the meal. What time did you start cooking last night? I started uh, prep work probably about 3.30, 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. What you got to do? Wow. Just chopping onions, slicing celery. Peeling potatoes. This is really. I'm, I'm very proud of Fezwal. Oh, I'm extremely. I this was is, proud as soon as I I saw it. No, when we met him, plates. He I handed me warm plates. I was like, holy shit! I could tell. I by think the his, because you are never going to have to cook a meal this big again. Oh right, this is yeah. This is the big one of the year. Now, do you like cooking? You know what? In the middle of everything, this early, early this morning, I'm like, this is really kind of fun. There's something very fun about cooking your own food, and it's very rewarding. You know, there was and no experimentation. The fun part was like following the recipe and watching things happen the way they were supposed to. You probably like IKEA furniture. <laughs> Not for dinner. Uh, the refrigerator thing is just awful, though. The refrigerated biscuit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm kind of hating. That's not even your fault. It's, no. I mean, well, it's your fault that you went in that direction. But now you can see the difference. Eat a biscuit with the rest of your food. How are you liking your food if you didn't know that you made it? Um, I I like it. I like the turkey. I think that's good. Um, the stuffing turned out incredible to the me. The stuffing is really interesting. It's amazing. The turkey's incredibly moist. The um, yeah, it is. The mashed potatoes are fantastic, and that was I thought was going to be one of the weak points. I was only kidding. They're awful. I was <laughs> <laughs> doing the opposite thing. There's big chunks of potato in them. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're, they're not. They're mashed. terrible. They're so much better than I thought they would be, though. What? <laughs> When you have low expectations. <laughs> the two stuffings did it. The turkey you pulled off. I mean, these guys are panicking over pink, but turkeys can be a little pink. I think it's really good. Mm. You may want to think less carbohydrates if you're having women come over. This is definitely a man's Thanksgiving. I can't wait to try the pumpkin pie, too. Oh.
You get very quiet around here when I'm not talking. Mm. I just thought about the pumpkin pie. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I was actually just looking around. I was this like, is like fucking bad Thanksgiving talk at the table. Oh, I can't wait for that pumpkin pie. So, Rana, when do you graduate? Where? What do you do? What are you thinking of doing? What is? Uh, what's going on with your life? Uh, satellite. I don't get it. I have a regular radio. How is satellite different? And what's the deal with this Obama? Right. Uh. So the radio stations in space. You know what? They should paint the White House. God, that's right. You're going to be eating down south. Oh my yeah, God. That's, that's something I'll hear, probably. The, I agree uh, with. At Occupy Wall Street, they showed this thing where the the cops took the park, and then the protesters were all on the outside, and the cops were in the park, and the pro protesters were saying to them, "So, what's your objective here? <laughs> you seem like you're leaderless." Haven't you thought this out at all? <laughs> it was a really funny fucking bit. No, you're hurting local business, right? Because they didn't know what to do once they took the park. <laughs> just it's fucking exactly the same. Stuck just fucking start, in there. They're camping out there now. Set up tents. That's nice. Did you see that uh, cop from Philly got arrested there? Oh. This was the former head of police in Philadelphia. I think it's up on the, the terror bank. Wearing his uniform. He's showing up uh, protesting. And the New York cops arrest them. Of course. Wow. And it's, you see cops taking a cop to jail. It's fucking ridiculous looking. It's great. It's they're gonna arrest the wrong person someday, and it's gonna. They do that all the time. Yeah, they they, it's, it's gonna be like. Well, they did twenty six journalists yesterday too. Yeah. Twenty six journalists got arrested. Somebody, somebody is not gonna go lightly. What I thought was weird was the prearranged arrests from public officials that wanted to stand in solidarity. <laughs> uh, that's old school, though. They've always done that. Like um, Martin Luther King, they said, look, I'm going to show up at 4.30 to be arrested. I need to get out by this time. And his lawyer would call ahead and, you know, they would work it out. Just so this way we don't have to have a big thing go on. Just somebody gets arrested so this thing can go to court. That's what they want to do. They want to be able to talk it out in court. Um, oh. All right. Fez Watley on his uh, beautiful Thanksgiving uh, passes with uh, flying colors. I'm going to try a little piece of this pumpkin pie before I even get done because I'm just curious and want to keep it all going. I can't as, fucking wait for it. As I walk over here, do you think you guys can keep talking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be yeah, great. Sure, sure. This is what I'm interested in uh, before we even get near the taste how it cuts. Well, here, you, you're the host. You're the chef. You yeah. got to cut it. I'm going to guess it cuts like a knife. Oh! oh! It's a special day that! <laughs> Come on. Feels so right. Oh, it looks good. It definitely looks good. Alright. Fez is currently cutting the pie. Um. He has a pie now, cutter. Now, they didn't give you a crust recipe, or you just told them that you didn't want to do it? Um, they had a crust recipe. I opted to do this to focus on the filling. Alright, so. Couple of off topics that we've made, but which would always cut you cost you points on real grading. But here, just hand that plate over because Fez won't say it. There you go. There's a plate. Part of the front of the radio. So we keep chatting. Um, you know, because we wanted you to have follow the interrobang things precisely. Right, Fez got a nice slice of pie going on here. And do you want some of his whipped cream or no? No. Okay. No, since it's not homemade, we got to follow along with the rules. That's right. Instead, we'll just do whippets with it. Yes, 
No, you can eat it, but I will, for judgment purposes. Because I'm like you, Zito. I'm not just trying to get a free meal. Oh, I'm very happy about this. Eating at work is pretty much my favorite thing. So, this is a great day for me. The weird thing is that the pumpkin is so much better than the crust. Go ahead and take a little bite off of it. Ah. Pass it over to Zito. So we can, uh, we can all judge. Hicks, there's plenty more. You don't need a giant <laughs> bite to judge. You take a small bite. This is why I won't take him to wine tasting. <laughs> Spit it out, Hicks. Spit it out. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just gonna swallow. Just gonna... I gotta sniff it first. What? Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Pound the fucking oh, pie. Oh shit. Yeah, it's nice. The pumpkin pie. It's, it's very nice. Go ahead, Fred. Take a taste. Yeah. Fred, I got a little piece of turkey on it. Just eat that. Oh, gross. Take a nice big piece for yourself. I'll take one from the back. You did. You just eat the whole bite. I, I couldn't put it on one. That <laughs> one. When I you were eating the cookie that. earlier, now you're like... tasting the crust, which he already told us he didn't make. Right. You're just eating the shell. Yeah, he's got to get oh, some fucking oh, turkey. What pie. are you doing? You're destroying a piece of fucking pie. There's a piece of turkey on it. So why? It's all going to the same gut. Yeah, you fucking already ate turkey. God. Yeah, it's very good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when, wow. when he was eating the cookie earlier, I was like. What's gonna happen if you eat that whole cookie? He's like, I'm gonna get full. And I do the mob thing, like, throw it away, <laughs> put it down, put it down, so he's got a half eaten cookie back there. There's nothing more exciting than the cookie police. <laughs> he he can't he can't eat a lot. He's eaten more than I've ever seen him eat. He did. You you've done a great job of eating. When it comes to Thanksgiving, I'll open up and eat as much as I can. I I can't eat that much normally though. Well, Fez, now that we're into this, is this something that you will do for your family this year? Yes. Yeah. You're going to cook the meal. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Wow. Yeah, I'll go home. Yeah. As soon as I get there, I'm going to start, you know. Now I've done the test run. Now I feel like I know what I'm doing. You're exactly right. That's that was the whole point of this. <laughs> now, will your family accept that? Oh yeah, if I say I want to get in that kitchen and cook, mm -hmm. that they won't tell me no. See, I think that this is better because the way that this started Fez said that his dad always cooked the Thanksgiving dinner every single year. And the family has a lot of anxiety about Thanksgiving this year uh, because Fez's dad walked out on them. He and, died. He passed away this year. That's one way of putting it. Now, the thing was, they were going to get a supermarket Thanksgiving and all sit around and be sad. And I go, why go out to dinner? No, we feel like that would not be honoring my dad and I said to Fez the real honor would be if you would pick it up and take over particularly if it wasn't as even as 100% good as what he did and now you're in that role oh yeah yeah I am willing to do this this, uh, this is perfect because I, Thanksgiving, I, I was looking for something different to do Thanksgiving you're I, not going to be able to sit around and cry either you've got food to make yeah uh, too busy to cry too busy to care about your dad yeah, that's no, right. I was right. care about my dad. Every time I try to help and try to boom, this is the worst Thanksgiving ever. No. But <laughs> 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 well, this will be nice now. <sighs> and you don't have to watch football like you used to. It's strange. We got real. We'll forks. keep it on. He bought real forks, but plastic knives. Hmm. He worries about people getting cut. Knife club.
Um, I don't know whether we got this up. Is it up on the Interabang yet? I'd like to get it on the same exact section if we could, uh, but we might not be able to do that. Not up yet. Okay, good. Uh, but I'm very, very proud of you, Fezzi. Thank and you so much. This gives something extra for you to be thankful about this year. Oh, uh, totally. That The fact that I now have something that I can go home and do for my family when it was going to be a really, really sad occasion. I'm sorry, Fred is choking on your food. Oh my Fred, God. you're ruining the meal acting like this. Are you okay? Food, Are you allergic no. to stuffing? Fred, what's No, I don't think ba so. Baby. <clears throat> baby. <clears throat> He's fine. Is that... That made you stop choking or something? <laughs> I guess I was the safe word. It's wow. actually something that we did in my family, and Fez has adopted it. <laughs> what is it? Like you... When the baby was little, I don't know, for some reason the women would say, say baby, because oh. it's like one of the first things that the babies can say. Because babies are constantly acting like they're choking. When you become a father, you're going to constantly think that your kid died. <laughs> oh, no. Why? It's just a thing that you never tell children, but when you hear them choking or not hear them when they're in their crib, you go over and go, what the fuck? Is this crib death? So, the weirdest thing about coming and becoming a dad is the constant thinking the babies die. That's my. That's why I've decided I well, I feel like I can't have kids because I'm just so afraid they would die. Like this is like my. my you never stop. It's because <laughs> I'm just like, how would I live with myself if my kid dies? Here's the weird thing, my parents still worry that I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Oh, like no. they don't get <laughs> comfortable. Stops. Yeah, Fuck. they don't get comfortable. And I now I actually worry that if I were to die before my mom and dad die, that like they would be devastated by it. So I almost there'll be a, a slight. Like, obviously, I don't want them to die, but there'll be, like, a slight sense of relief when they're on route. Like, I won't have to worry about that. Well, see, this is the thing. It makes total sense for the children to bury the parents. That's the deal. Yeah. When you die before your parents, you screwed up the deal, and you ruin things. The same way if a woman dies before the man. Oh, that's bullshit. Fuck. Yeah, it should never go down like that. Never. No, that's not never. how That's works. a fucking ripoff. It's true. It's fucking. That's not. I don't how, have to deal with that. No, it's awful for people. <laughs> they basically just have a big now. What am I supposed to do? Can't um, find another one. It's too late. <laughs> and plus, I'm sure somehow this is my fault. <laughs> but would have just made more money. Nag, nag, nag. I don't know. Um. Says this is for me. The best lesson I've ever seen you learn since we did this whole thing. Because you went and did something yourself, and I see the, the pride in you. And also, again, like when we were food networking this thing, but, you know, we were like, oh, this is better than that. But if you sat down and this was Thanksgiving, you'd be just like, this is a very nice meal. Yeah. If this is as it good. It totally works for a family. Yeah. This is as good as what I'm going to have on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good. Oh, stupid Virginia Thanksgiving sucks. <laughs> now, isn't your family going to be weirded out that you don't not bringing a girl with you? No, I don't usually bring a girl to Thanksgiving. So, so they just have whatever suspicions they have, Chaz. No, no, they don't <laughs> think I'm gay just because I'm not bringing a, a woman to Thanksgiving. Fez, I don't know whether you saw this, but Chaz Bono got attacked, not physically attacked, uh, bloggerly attacked. Oh, the worst kind. By 
Warren Beatty and Annette Benning's kid, who was also transgender. I had no idea. No one did. I have, I had no no. I knew they had kids. I knew no specifics about their kids. Um, Which way is that? <laughs> a boy uh, girl to boy. Yeah, it's boy to instead of Chaz. Oh, okay. Let's pick photo of Chaz. What, boy to girl? Boy to girl. Yeah, she's born a. I believe born a. Um, a no, boy it's, it's girl to boy. It? It's girl oh, to boy because I saw pictures of because it Wait. made it seem like they accepted her was, when she was really young. Yeah, born as Catherine, but now she's Stephen or he's Stephen. Oh, okay. Warren Beatty um, said. Uh, it's his fault. He waited too long to have kids. No, he never said that at all. <laughs> but that was, would have been the statement. <laughs> I mean, a story about this. Nice little picture of Chaz at Sirius XM. Yeah, sure. So what did Chaz do? I mean, what, what Chaz what's Chaz is a about? misogynist. He's uh, an asshole about everything. I don't know. Well, this kid's only 19? Wow. Yeah, no, 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 19, they said. I think pretty well spoken in this whole thing. You know what? This is really weird. Now we're doing the post Thanksgiving chat that people do. When do we all fall asleep and take a nap? Fez, very very proud of you. I want everybody to really clap. Thank you. And the weird part was like going shop. I made like three trips to the grocery store because I just kept forgetting stuff. Kept having panic attacks every time I walked into the door. I think that's why I had to go back so many times, because I'd freak out and just went out of the place. Cooking, all of a sudden, it went to a very calm place. I'm sorry, you remind me when my mom starts to bore me. So I don't know what we said, something about shopping or whatever. Yeah, then cooking's great. Yeah. Bridge club? <laughs> what? I was thinking, okay, great. Your mom's in a bridge club? No, I just figured that was mom's would be. I have never heard of one that was, except for TV. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I've, I, I assume that most moms you, are not. Do you know any of your friends' moms that are in a bridge club? No, but they do play like Bunko or something like that. Some people I know, and I was like, what that's the fuck when is fucking that? women start to fuck around with each other. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. not what that is, I don't think. Or... No, it is. Fred, your turn. What are you? What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for being here, for being able to have this don't, opportunity. I really am. don't be that no. fucking guy. Just be a real person. I am thankful. Let's get to know. This I'm, isn't kiss-up time. You don't right, need Well, that. I'm thankful to be here in New York that I'm finally... Please, the city what? knows that. What are you thankful <laughs> for in your life? Uh, I don't know. I'm just thankful to be able to do what I want with my life, to be able to... And that I have people in my family that will support me. Oh, so they do and accept your geez. lifestyle choices. Now you're kissing up them. You ever, you ever thankful to something that's not a kiss up? I'm not kissing up. I was trying to just be thankful. Like I was thankful that he learned to cook. You don't have anything to be thankful for. Well, I'm f thankful for all my talents that I that I'm able to. Please, to draw. you're not that talented. See, what are you thankful know. for? Uh, honestly, I'm thankful that like compared to. Compared to this point last year, I'm having a much better time, like just in my life in general, and um, having like more fun at work with you guys. That wheel's going to turn, though. I it know. Always does. I know. <laughs> something bad will happen. I'm only kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually thankful to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So, I'm uh, and Fez, in, in all seriousness, I, I know I've already said this, but I'm very proud of you. This is really awesome, and this is the happiest I've been in the the whole. 15 months I've been here because I you fucking set out to do this and you did it and it's awesome and so I'm actually this is a very good day thank and you Mark Zito what if this meal was your job and you set out to do it and you did it 
Wouldn't That's that how be, it should be. Wouldn't that be the metaphor? Wow. Blow my fucking mind. So let's get uh, B-Dog, see what he's thankful for. I know both his parents are dead. Hicks style. <laughs> so I'm sure he's not thankful. I'm thankful for just having air in my lungs, you know, being alive every day in the New York Giants. Oh, God. Uh, Why are you thankful for a team that's going to let you down in a few weeks? I know. They always have that second second uh, half collapse that i got to worry about. Even when they win, they look horrible I know, this year. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Eli, yeah, but you know what? Eli, Eli's looking good this year. He only threw five or six picks so far. That's, that's different Yeah, and every him. one of them, a game killer. He throws pressure picks. Oh, pick six, Eli. I like to call them robos. Uh, I'm thankful for my family, too. I forgot to mention that. Too late. Oh, damn it's it, so over. it doesn't yeah, count. Fuck like, what's uh, Fuck. <laughs> Here comes old Softy. <laughs> oh, Softy, I don't know about that. Chris Stanley. Now the blubbering is going to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, first and foremost, I'm thankful for my chick for dealing with me and my drinking and drugging <laughs> and just overall bad behavior. It's the worst speech I've ever heard. <laughs> I love her. That backwards thanks, intervention. Thanks yeah. for getting me clean needles. No, no, no. She's <laughs> <is> a backwards <laughs> intervention. He invited us all here to hear about him. <laughs> to brag about his drinking. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that I'm not the fucking best person. <laughs> no, you're not. You said I, I know that. I'm lucky. We do that from your fucking prayer. <laughs> When you said the, the food came from Jesus' loins. I thought that was in there somewhere. Thank you, Christ. It sounds about right. Jizzing this food. Oh, that's what that means? A loin is like cock? Well, like it's... Yeah. Fuck that up. No, go ahead. Take it from the top. I'm also thankful for the Ron and Fez show. I'm thankful for my health. Because, you know, I there might be some things I don't know about, but I'm still doing all right. It could be I worse. So... I think what? Why are you making all these weird looks? I'm still doing all right. <laughs> you know what? That's the speech that the grandfather makes, not the guy in his twenties. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! No! Now, now oh, tell us. I think I'm getting below. sick again. That's all it is. I think I got a cold, so I'm not sure. <laughs> now tell us how this will be your last one with us. No, plenty more, plenty more for this game, from. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! All your presents are either slippers or jelly. I'll take either at this point. Make sure you keep the receipts. I got you a pill box. Wait a minute. We have a Thanksgiving presents because I'm an open mind. <laughs> well, I keep hearing about presents. So go ahead. That's the gist of it. <laughs> oh my God! What? What did I do wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Fred is all thankful about knowing us and being friends. I just, friends I said, thank you for running show. Thank you. It doesn't really seem like you cared. I care more than anything. Two weeks, that's it. Let's walk that hole. I'm out. <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. Mm -mm. So you're saying that maybe you do care about us and we might be. Of course I do. Biffles? No, not Biffles. Okay. Oh. Jesus Christ, you are gay. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thankful for is Mark fucking Zito, his creepy weirdness. Oh, uh, Why is this turning into... Why are we having a fight at Thanksgiving dinner? Just like real Thanksgiving. I'm gonna go for a drive. <laughs> Never come back. <laughs> We're going to, um... have those, uh, pictures up soon. Are you excited about that, Fez? People are going yes, to go I nuts. Am. People, I know that there's, first of all, know this. Certain amount of people are going to say that's store bought. I can guarantee you it's not. Uh, 
if I was accused anything, if anything tasted store bought, it would have been the pumpkin pie and the biscuits. And he admitted to you know shirt cutting on that. The pie and a lot the, of women do, by the way. And, and the pie is definitely not store bought, if only because it was creamier than store bought pie. It was like it was better. Yeah, it was even a little sweeter. Like ooh. A <laughs> uh, diabetic made this pie? It's odd. <laughs> All right, I want to say my Thanksgiving thing here. Obviously, to Chris Stanley. Okay. What's that? Dude, you have no idea how much I like you. Seriously. Oh, no, no. You have no fucking idea how funny uh, you are and uh, how much I know that you contribute to everything. Seriously. Oh, thank you. Staring right at you now. <laughs> I'm looking down to the right as you. Can seriously, if you if you ever once let that throw, it mean a lot to me, because I don't think that you get that. Zito, unlike these people, you were my pick, uh, and I'm really really happy to see you having fun, and you've done amazing stuff here too. Recently, you have. try to get better. Um, I don't even have to say anything to you, Fred, because I know you're going to be with me forever. Yes. You already told me so. Yeah, you're never, never leaving. I'm never getting out of here. Uh, and then B Dog, he's with Fred. That's whole thing. I'm just getting to know him. I know he's in the back a lot, but you guys like him, right? Oh, B Dog. Oh yeah. Thanks, B Dog. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> Who was that? Is that? <laughs> that was B Dog. Okay, B Dog. That's what it sounds like when I just turn the mic on and yes, start this talking. It's awful. It's yeah. very just fucking yeah. awkward <laughs> and out of place. <laughs> And I, that's how I talk. Oh, to geez, you. thanks, God. <laughs> Seriously, it's just how it is. It sounds like the principal's telling you you have to leave the building. I've developed. Today is a blue day. I've developed the pepper twitch on the button in there. Where I'll just start hitting it for no, like on and off, on and off, and they'll be like, "Yeah, fuck," and then turn it off. And I'm with you. No, I'm not in a bad way. I learned from you. It's, I it's learned a lot from you this past year. Right now, I'm trying to tell you I learned from you. Oh. Why can't you ever let anything in? Nice. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm bad with taking anything. Why are you bad from taking things? I don't know. Pills. You know, you really do. You probably need to see a shrink because whatever this fucking shell that you have around you, you don't want to. I'm sure that there is this protective thing for a reason. Oh no. But, like, for you to get a compliment or say somebody say something nice, I can see the pain in your face. Oh, it's probably because I hate myself. <laughs> that, see, that's bad. Why would you hate yourself? I have a lot of problems. Yeah, I know. Why don't we take you? You and Fez can go together. Oh, that'd be awesome. Can we use the same strength? I have an idea. Yeah. Why don't you cook us a big meal? <clears throat> I think it. you'll feel better. Here's the weird thing. Give me a budget. <laughs> Pepper doesn't love himself enough. And Zito loves himself too much. It's That's the strange thing. It's true. Uh, and Fez Watley. I, I'll, I just want to tell uh, a quick Fez story uh, to let you know what kind of guy he is. Uh, when I was uh, a little kid, I saw this kid's show on in Philadelphia called The Gene London Show. And I'm three years old, and this show is, like, I don't even remember any other TV except for this little cartoon corner show. And Fez, without me knowing it, found him, brought him to New York, and had him do uh, an hour just sitting here with me. 
it was the most surreal experience of uh, my life. It was the craziest thing to do to see this guy that I hadn't thought of like in my whole life, and you know, since I was a little kid when it, when I was obsessed with him, and have him come in. But the that's one thing to do that for me. But what he did too, because I'm you know walking this guy out who was TV to me when I was a little kid, uh, and of course he's retired from television and everything now, and he's walking down the hall and he says to me, "Can you imagine how great this was for me?" He said to come into Manhattan in a limousine. Ron, he goes. This was an amazing day for me. And I thought, for Fez to work all this out, not just as a surprise to me, but a, a surprise to him is just mind-blowing. It's a mind-blowing thing that he would do that. So, Fez, seriously, thank you for that. That's one of those experiences that I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life. You're very welcome, and it was a thrill just to have it all come together. Oh, it was crazy. It, it was, was crazy. just so exciting just to see it come to fu uh, fruition. The weirdest thing for me is that when that man walked through that door, I felt like I was three years old again. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. I'm never nervous about meeting anybody. And I looked up at him like, I can't believe the biggest star in the world is here. <laughs> and I looked over, and my guys are just sitting here like, yeah, we're ready. You know, no one else, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was Wrong. such a... Uh, a personal experience. It was the sweetest thing for someone to do. But the fact that you didn't just do this is to do something nice uh, to me, but to make that a really great day for him, too. Um, it was very, very sweet of you, Fess. Uh, and, of course, we got so much uh, to be thankful here. Uh, the fact that Rob Cross is incredibly uh, cool to us and... Uh, makes things a lot easier than he ever would have to. By the way, he's pitching a thing for the to, for that listener thing called Ron and Fez the Right Way, where they come in, co-host the show with us. I think we take them to Molly's or take them to dinner or something. So that's great, the way that he always gets on. Because here's the weirdest thing about working for a corporation. It's only the guy above you that it makes it whether it's going to be a good place to work or a bad place to work. You will work for the greatest company in the world, and if that guy is shit, your life on a daily basis comes shit. Or you can work for a company that's coming apart, and if that guy is terrific, everything, you know, every day is a lot more fun to do. Um, also, could never do this without thanking the, the HTG, Happy Typing Girl. Um, Fantastic to us. The absolute best. The absolute best. Happy typing, girl. Uh, makes every day a lot easier to do stuff. And friends that we've had for so many years, Fezzy. Uh, the, the Mikey boys. Kathleen Blowhard. On and on and on. We're very, very lucky to have so many friends. Very, very grateful. And Brad Bright, too. Did, I, did it seem like I was leaving Bri Bri out? I mean, I just wanted to make well, sure Bri Bri's yeah, name now, got in What do I do? Thank Holly and St. Pete. And he's see W. Are we really calling him Tim now? I, I think, no, I don't know. I... In this corner, Tim. I don't think it has. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> My name is Tim, and I'm kicking some ass now. <laughs> yeah, give the Timinator, yeah. <laughs> Timinator. That, that's going to be a cool idea. Uh, Julie, Gail, Miles, uh, best people I've ever met in my life. I'm such a lucky, lucky guy. And really, going on and on, I mean, there's so much to be thankful for. Um, obviously, it isn't the Phils, and it isn't the Eagles, but unless the, unlike the dog, I don't let sports run my emotions. <coughs> and Bri Bri lives in Philly, so he's, he's a winner. <laughs> you think Bri Bri was going to be screaming at Kathleen, Why is it you? What about me? I'm getting shit on here. Um, in no time at all, we will be announcing the picks and letting people go over and see it. I, 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 you know, it's one thing to see him take it here, this dinner that you did, Fez. And I really do hope that this is a, like a metaphor for you, because it doesn't have a lot to do with cooking, but. The fact that you're so comfortable today, uh huh, uh, and you're not on a normal day, you've got to either get a new shrink this year, or talk to your shrink. But see how it is when you own something. Yeah, and it's. I mean, if there's metaphors, it's like doing it wasn't scary. It was those three days when we decided this is what we're. This was the idea. Okay. It was those three days leading up to it that were terrifying. Then here's the thing. If I would have said it happens two months from now, it would have been terrifying for two months. Uh -huh. Whatever. I'm not. I, here's what I think that you should do, and I'm going to leave it up to you if you want to. But 2012. What do you say? We pick a date and tell the secret. Okay. And let's just get it out there. Yeah. Because it's the same exact way. It's thinking about it that is terrifying. Yeah. But once you do it, I honestly believe this. You're going to be sitting there feeling as confident and comfortable uh, as you do right now. And we will also take pictures that, uh, that day of you, bare skin rug, ass up in the air. I don't. Burt Reynolds in this. Do I have to take those as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because somebody who's the same way needs uh, to take it. the okay, Not only do I not know what the secret is, no. but I don't. Somebody's going to need to do the powdering too. Uh, oh! <laughs> well, you know, for lighting, you don't want a lot of. Oh! oh, Dale! I never knew this that this kid would come in and own Zito this way. UCB Fred style. Oh. Man, we got ECW zombie. <laughs> ECW Tim and UCB Fred. Fred, you've got a gig coming up soon, too, right? I do. This Sunday at 2.30 at the UCB East Theater, we'll be having our graduation show. Now, didn't you just start? I did. Oh, that was about six weeks ago. This is a six-week session that we did. Uh, we did a little faster than the You feel like one. you've gotten better? Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot. So yeah. everyone run out at halftime. Yeah. Um yeah, this is this is comedy during the day and it's during football. So, you know, if there are a few minutes in between, you know, the quarter or halftime, come out and see us. It's five dollars. It's on, it's at a one fifty three Third Street and Avenue A in the village, East Village. Uh it's gonna be a really good time. All right, let me uh 
Photos are up. Fez Watley makes Thanksgiving the right way. Let's take a look at him. Fez, you nervous? Yeah, I am. Uh, Zito took the pictures. Uh, this looks fantastic. That's good. That's, that's, that's a, a nice-looking meal. That's a nice-looking meal. You did a good job. Look at that. That's a really good that one. That looks like... That's nice. It's very photogenic food. Oh, I remember that plate. Wow. <laughs> You're still working on it. That's inside of me. Well, these biscuits are going to take a That's me long. now. <laughs> Did we have the one just of his plate? Uh, yep, yeah, right there. Mm. Boy, that wasn't as photogenic as the other food. Well, yeah, we got the carbs too close together. We probably need to break it up with green. That picture is nice, though. And I even like this one. I mean, you kind of get cropped out a little bit of stuff, but it's... It's more color colorful. Closer in, you can really see the textures of some of the stuff. And if anyone thinks this is store bought, it doesn't look store bought. No. I can't even say store bought for some reason. You, you think about your store bought? First of all, you never needed to say any of it. No one was accusing Fez at all. Oh, I, I was just gonna say. Yeah, Zeets. Well, I'm, I'm not either. Um, <laughs> please leave some comments, and we'll uh, leave them back here for uh, him as well. Uh, when are we wrapping this up, too? Because this is. Uh, of course, Thanksgiving. About five or so. Uh, Fezzi, I'm telling you the truth. You made this a really great Thanksgiving this year. And you know what's really weird about it? Is the fact is, I think you gave something of yourself in this. Like, it's one thing that you followed the recipes and the fact that you went out and shopped yourself. But there's something more that you just took this on and did it for all of us that made it really nice. I am stone excited about 2012 telling the secret because we're about well over three years that I know by then, right? Yeah, yeah, it was three years in uh, early October. I want to get it out there and for you to start living your life again. Um, we'll pick a day so this won't be. I don't want anybody to think, oh, yeah, they're going to make us wait another year. No, it'll be early on. It will be early on in the new year. I'm not going to force a date yet because I want to look it all over and pick it out. Um, let's go over There'll here to... Um, <laughs> yeah, unlike some people, it's going to be opportunity for everybody to, to do it without being put out. Uh, Doug, you're my face. Hey, Ron. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It's happy job, Thanksgiving to us all. Hey, Ron, I just want to tell you, you're the smartest guy in the world. You've done more for Fez in three days than his therapist has done in several years. Well, you know what? I mean, the thing is, anyone who did this was Fez. But even when he was nervous about it not working out right, I thought that was going to be hilarious if it didn't. And then the second time would even be better, and we could show improvement. There, I don't know any reason at all to worry about it. This is a terrific meal. Terrific meal. Um, Shane, you're on running Fez. Yeah, Fezzy. Hey, man. Uh, in the past, man, I've, it's been kind of cool to watch this train wreck and to. It was, was kind of to see you hit bottom and this crazy mess, but it's really cool to see you pick yourself up, man. I think uh, everybody deserves a quality of life, and I hope you can find that, man. Uh, you are a good person, and. And I hope uh, I hope you can get that quality of life that you've been looking for, man. 
You see, the, one of the reasons I think you are afraid of telling the secret, Fez, is because you're afraid of being judged. But a lot of these people who don't know you have judged you for not telling your secret. I think you're going to be able to stand up and feel strong about this. I think you're going to feel great. And hold on to this feeling now. This is what right. you, it's going to feel like. Um, Mike, you're a Fez. Hey, Brian. Hey, Fez. I say the secret revealed first day of spring. You know what? I don't think I want to do it that way because I think I wanted to get us a fresh new year. I want something to look... Are you eating more? Yeah. The skinniest <laughs> man alive is still eating. What do you have him? He Some did that really polite thing of smelling his fork full of food before he ate it. Well, you know, you want to make sure that... He also looked at me like, can I... Just want to make sure that it's okay. Like, yeah, so pie. you can eat every fucking thing on there. Really? Okay? Pies. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's four, mm. there's five you of us. You and B Dog well, are such yeah. fucking good kids. Make sure he eats more too. All right. I know he's in the other crazy room and we fucking talks like he's on a submarine. So what? <laughs> he's a person. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really really great Thanksgiving. Um, and I will tell you this. First time, I think, since the first day, I think we crashed the site right now. Everybody looking at your food. So wow. there's, for there's a thing, Fezzi, and again, every day you think that the listeners don't like you. I think they're tired of you dragging your feet, and they want to see you, you know, put in the same kind of effort to, the, to this thing. But for everybody to go rushing over at the same time to see what you pulled off, I think they're rooting for you. And I think they're going to be rooting for you in 2012. And I think it, this is going to be such a historic year. It's going to be the end of the Mayan character, uh, calendar. Fez tells its secret. We make history as the first black American president gets voted out of office. Oh. Or gets a second term. Either way you look <laughs> at it... It's a historical moment and says a lot about us. It's going in the middle of all the chaos. You're going to say your secret and then slip back into the crowd and feel good about yourself. Um, you tensing up over the secret or are you ready to go? Today? Yeah, well, when he mentioned it, I saw you be like, ah, a little bit. No, but thank you for trying to sprinkle a damper on no. everything. Oh! Shit. I was excited till you tried to plant your no, seed, no, no. Johnny Apple Negative. F Johnny Apple Negative. <laughs> yeah, you're negative, and Apple no, like. I'm not. I am so proud of just the way this dinner looks out there, and Johnny Apple Negative took some great, great pictures. That's funny because negative also works for cameras. <laughs> and this year. Yeah. Yes. We still have I negatives? Phil, I took Phil and developed it and gave it to the entire bang. Wow, that was fast. Yeah, we have a dark room. Oh. Um, it's called right Shade. To, I was just going to... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, it's time to wrap up this part of our Thanksgiving uh, show. Fuzzy, you made this year Thanksgiving, and you did a fantastic job. Um, did you need any help at all? Did you 
You said you called your mom once? I called my mom just because I didn't have that casserole recipe. No, it wasn't on the site. That's probably why you didn't have it. Oh. Um, so, and um, I, w I was a little nervous today when I was waiting for those turkey thermometers to pop. Right. But, nope, all on my own here. All right. That's nice. Um... When we come back, I want to show you some of the other stuff, but we'll end the Thanksgiving show here. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And, Hicks, if you'd like to, you can send us out with the prayer, the end of the meal prayer. Okay. <clears throat> um, we. We, the guests. We give the. We give the. We give thee thanks for all thy benefits, Almighty thee, God. We give thee thanks for all thy benefits, thank you, God. Almighty God. Almighty God. We give thee thanks for all thy benefits, Almighty God. We give thee thanks for all thy benefits, Almighty God. Ooh, I want you, why don't we just end it there? That's, that's nice. I'm going to just say amen because you let the kids get away from stuff. stuff. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And... Uh, I think it's going to be a great Christmas season. I really do. It's the Ron Fest Show. Talk, what would you say? Well, River, Pearl River, if you could talk, what would you say? Would you tell I'm in a strange fruit? The dark waters washed away well, Pearl River, Pearl River And you were dark secrets linger still Dark secrets Lingle steel How many ran to you for refuge? How many have you witnessed kill? Why do my cousins lie? Get us high Deep inside the water For many a shrimp and crab Oh, that dreadful thing For the world they will throw to you And they'll be
your dark secrets ever be revealed. Fez show. Uh, this is our last day before we head out for Thanksgiving break. Um, Fez wanted a couple extra days than we normally take because you said this is going to be a tough one for your family. Now here you are uh, riding in charge, but you said you found something on the internet that made you incredibly happy, which I never remember Fez saying he saw something that made him happy before. Yeah, this is on the uh, the Interrobang, on the IB wire. It's uh, the tiny Vikings fan is in for a long season. This, right. is, this is a little girl and her reaction to the Vikings. Why are you crying? Because. Why? Because the Packers won. The Packers won? Yeah. And who did you want to win? The Vikings. Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the Packers won. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the Vikings will win the next one. All of them are the same. All right. Hold on. Let me just stop for a second. Why? Why are you happy that a little girl's crying? It's, she's, it's got her. It's, uh, the NFL has her at five. Right. She feels the same way I do every week watching the Bucks now. But, so why wouldn't you feel for her? Why are you so happy that her little heart's broken? I don't think there's something about this sweet little girl. It's like she lost money on the game. She's taking it so hard. And she knows they lose every week. She follows her team. Is it because she's a Vikings fan? Is that it? I hate the Vikings. All right, let's go back to it. We want the Vikings to win, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to. 
the Packers are making Joe. Yeah. You want the Packers to win? No. You don't? I do. No. I want the Vikings to win. Okay. Come here. That was weird, too, because, like, when she was saying... Uh, do you want the Vikings or whatever? And she's like, I don't want the Vikings the Packers show. She knows. Let us play anybody else. We're not beating the Packers. Well, none of that. He's at the peak of all his skills. I don't know why. I just don't. I don't get all laughy when a little kid's crying. Uh, by the way, um, we're going to give out some uh, signed CDs by Mike Zito. Up on the Interbank today, we're going to give away five of them. Check that out in the interview section. And then Fez Watley's pictures are just getting smashed. Uh, people cannot believe, and some people have even written to me claiming store bought on the pies. I can assure you. And Fez was even honest when he said he didn't make the crust. He bought the shell. Uh. And on the biscuits, he was honest that those refrigerator biscuits. But the funny thing, Fez, in the reality, uh-huh. is on the whole table, that was the least tasty thing. That was the <laughs> one that tasted like uh, a half a brick next to it. The stuffing's phenomenal. If I was to steal anything off there, I'd go for the stuffings. They were fucking delicious. Um, and I thought... I thought that you went a little overboard at first, but I think two stuffings is an interesting game to play. Totally different. I like Both it. Really good. You know, give people other choices. And when you kept saying, I'm going to make two stuffings, I'm like, what the fuck does he keep going back to the stuffings for? <laughs> Couldn't make up my mind. They both look great, the recipes. Um, Mitch, you're a Fez. Hey, Ron, after you've had a delicious meal that Fez just fixed for you, I need some advice. I have bought the 20 pack cigar thing that y'all advertise on your station mm-hmm. for a buddy of mine. I do not have a humidor. How can I keep these things nice and fresh to give to my best friend for Christmas? I only use a humidor, so I couldn't tell you. Um, I'll tell you what. Write to me at Ronifez at AOL, and I'll hook you up with a friend of mine who knows a lot about cigars, okay? So okay. write to Ronifez at AOL.com. And I'll get you in touch with uh, our buddy Tommy Z, who, like, it's his business to know about cigars. Sounds great. Hey, you guys have a great holiday. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And we're looking forward to hearing when y'all get back. All right, brother. Uh, just look at the difference in, in what Fred writes up and what this actually is. Um, Fez, since you were so kind to us today, I went out of my mind to find your best friend of all time, other what? than myself. Um, it's Polo. Oh. Oh, I'll just get him. From the legendary one of Fez Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, one of Fez presents Showtime with the Polo. (laughs) We haven't used it in a while. We haven't had Polo on in a while. The good news is we'll have to find out. Polo, is your life still a movie? Polo, your life's a movie. Hi, what a wonderful Polo, your life's a movie. It is a, a wonderful day. It's a lovely day. It's beautiful. It's it's so festive. I'm so happy. The only thing that would make it better, uh, Paul, is 
if you were here with us. By the way, Hicks, a couple people are asking me, what did you think of the gravy? I don't think the gravy photographed all that well. No, it didn't. I liked it, though. You thought I it was okay? It. Yeah. I thought it tasted fine. Once, yeah. like If you mix it around a little, it was cool. I think you should have done the heavy stir on it, Fez. I think that was why that the oil went to the, yeah, the it separation. Was but, but that's why you give it a stir up. Um, it was a little on the thin side. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't sure how to fix that once it went that direction. That's up. You, if you would have followed the directions, it's in there. And it's up on the Interabang. Um, so, Paula, what's the big movie this weekend for you? Okay. I just want to say right up front, uh, you know, I got a hundred things I could talk about, but The Descendants is the best movie of the year. I am thinking about seeing that. That's the new George Clooney starring Alexander Payne directing. Right. Uh, you know, we've all been waiting six years now for Alexander Payne to make another film, and Fez is the world's biggest Clooney fan. Yeah. So, this is your early front runner for Oscar. Well, it just happens to be my favorite film of the year. I mean, there's been some good movies of the year. You know, Win Win was very good with the Tom McCarthy film, Alexander Payne. But I'm saying George Clooney's Eyes of March was a good film. He's a good director, but he's not there yet. Alexander Payne is a great director. He is there, and he he has been hitting out of the park each time he directs. And like you say, it's been a long wait now. Yeah, we've had to wait a long time, and, and I will agree with you. He doesn't do any films that I'm not a fan of. Um, why did he wait so long, Paul? Well, I, apparently, I think there was a divorce going on. I think he was doing producing. He even wrote an Adam Sandler movie. I mean, you know, so that... What Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> I pronounce you Larry and Chuck. Wow, that's embarrassing. Yes, it is very embarrassing. So, you know, you can hold that against him. But, you know, all I'm saying is, is that he's, he's doing what he's doing now is an adaptation of a very good, very complicated book with a lot of uh, interesting uh, things happening. I mean, it's very funny. It's very moving. It's, it's, uh, and the people are real. I mean, you really believe in these people. And as I say, I think it's, I think it's Clooney's best movie, but it's not about... It, even though it is about Clooney, I mean, there's a lot of great characters. I mean, even Matthew Lillard is in this movie, does a great job. I thought I mean, that that was a mistake, because I haven't really seen him in years. Uh-huh. And this isn't a slasher film. Um, so I really thought that it was going to go a little stronger for him. We've got a clip of the film, Fezzi. Uh, and you won't even recognize this as George uh, uh, Clooney because he's so deep into character. So this is it. It's called The Descendants. Now he came in Dukes of Hazard, getting it digging like that, like Dale Jr., and then hooked up and shot forward. And when he hooked up and shot forward, that's when he came in and, and hit. So is that film out today, Paul? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it's out today. I feel like seeing it right after the show. Uh, I mean, it, what it is is it's a, it's a well-rounded film. It, it, you know, you think it's going to be about one thing. It turns out to be about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And that's always good. I mean, you know, because it's not predictable, um, and uh, and it's very intelligent. It's very it's so. There's hardly anything now, you can. In this film, does he have to stay up in the air all the time? Is he constantly flying from one city to the other? But the point is, is Jason not Wright there. is a good, a good filmmaker too. I mean, so he's got a film coming out soon, Young Adult. So there are hope, some some things I'm still hoping are going to be good, but this this is my pick, yeah, for the Oscar. Paulo, it is so good to hear you talking about film again. <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. Passionate Paulo to come back to us. 
Well, I mean, that's a film I could be passionate about. I'm not going to be passionate about, uh, you know, the Twilight movies. Or, no, or the well, let me, I'm going to give you something that you might like. Have you seen the the documentary that's coming out on American Masters this week about Woody Allen? I'm I'm anxious to see it. I mean, I've been watching a lot of PBS this week, and of course, I've been going crazy with the Regis week. Sesame Street. Uh, I, well, I'm going to have the director of that, uh, Robert Whitey, on the uh, RBI show this weekend. Uh, it's terrific. It's really good. And the weird thing is, the second part is much better than the first. The second part is where he gets into his 80s and 90s films, and that was that period that he was almost underground. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff about him in the 60s and 70s, but the 80s and 90s where he just went, I don't need to talk to anybody, I'm making my films, I don't give interviews anymore. Uh, he talks about a lot of his films, and it's terrific. Um, did you watch Regis uh, leave today, Fez? No, I did. I've got it DVR'd. I have not seen Regis's farewell. Now, if you're the producer of that show, right? Mm -hmm. What would your idea of the farewell to Regis? What would you do to send him off? I would probably uh, get like some of his favorite guests. I would do like a big time clip show, the best of Regis. See, I would have done just the opposite. You did it the way Gel Gelman. Because of that, we barely get no, to see live Regis. You know what I mean? The hour goes by with other people doing stuff. You know, it's not it's not so much we're saying goodbye to Regis. He's saying goodbye to us. If you would have taken that hour, put him on the stool, and just let him be Regis, it would have been fantastic. But they wasted time with clips. They brought in people to sing to him. Yeah. There was a bunch of people we didn't know. There was reminders that the show wasn't over. This was the saddest thing oh, to me. Did you watch it, Paul? I watched it all week. I was insane. And um, the one thing that drove me completely insane was the in memorandum. All the people that Regis has outlived. Guess what? I could do our show with people who died. Just because they happen to come in one day, it's ridiculous. It's, that was just nuts to do. But it, it, uh, Gelman's a terrible producer. But this was the saddest thing of all. Regis is leaving his office, and they got him, and they're shooting this in black and white. And he's walking out, he goes, this is it. This is the last time I ever leave this office. And Gelman's walking with him, and he's saying, uh, making this turn for the last time and all. And he stops, and he's looking out, and he sees the city. And he's like... Last time I'm doing that city, like he just goes like this, goodbye New York, oh, and Reed, and Gelman goes like this, you're not leaving New York, you're just leaving the show, and Reed just goes like this, goodbye trees. He what? feels like, and I got it completely. Uh, this ain't his New York anymore. His New York is gone. That party, when that the openings. Uh, yeah, whatever it happens to be, it won't be the same. He's still going to be invited places. He's still going to be going around, but he's not going to be able to have that fucking show. I mean, he knows what just happened to Andy Rooney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he brought yeah. that up. I mean, absolutely. And, uh, but, you know, there's a, it's been a great week for him. I mean, he, him and his love affair with David Letterman was played out pretty extensively, you know, on both shows. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Um, let's go over here to uh, Tom. Tom, you're on with Paulo. Hey, 
Ron and Paul and Fez and everybody. Uh, Ron, completely agree with you about the way the show was handled today. And the way it started with uh, Regis in his office taking his final walk, it was in black and white. I thought, wow, Gelman's really on top of this. This is going to be a great show. Yeah, I thought that was a great beginning. It was wonderful. And even then, the way the camera switched over to color when you, once you were in Kelly's uh, dressing room, I was like, wow, they're really doing a great job of this. I, I didn't even think Gelman had it in him. And then, like you say, the hour was wasted. Those people that came out and, and adapted the song from Rent and sang to him, it was just horrible. And then at the very end, Robert Iger, the president of ABC, comes <laughs> out, and he starts to talk about the building that Regis is in. And I thought... Wow, they're going to name the building after Regis. This is now going to be known as the Regis Philbin Building. Instead, he tells them that they put a stupid plaque outside on the front, and I realized, of course they're not going to name it after him, because Regis is going to come back, he's going to do another show, he's going to kick their ass. If they, if Regis wanted to, I think he would kick their ass, because I can't, I'm, there, there's no reason to ever watch any of those shows. But there's just something wacky about Regis that you turn it on. I hope he does. Um, I don't think anybody else wants to invest in a show with an 80-year-old guy. I just don't think they want to do it. For the same reason that uh, they're getting rid of him. They're like, hey, let's get the girls somebody fresh and W. What's that? Sirius XM does. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, hey, Nate, you're on a fest. Hey, buddy. Hey, Paolo, have you seen the new uh, documentary about the rapper Donnie Dunphy? It's called How to Be Deadly. Uh, no, I haven't seen that, sorry. Well, what fucking good are you, then? I'm sorry. I'm we got sorry. the trailer up on the Interrobang. Um, <laughs> I'm worried about Oscars, that's all. Uh, Will, you're on my face. Where's the Oscar going this year? Just skip, skip it. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> it must be I, I, seriously to be a failure must be awful. Uh, Brandon, you're on a fuzz. Brandon, we got you. Oh yeah. What's happening, Ronnie? Uh, you called us. What can we do for you, buddy? Oh, you know, you guys have changed subjects. I I was uh, calling about Fezzy. What uh, he did today, that's pretty awesome. Just bring it up to him. Just jump in the show here. What can we do for you? You just want to congratulate Fez? Yeah. He yeah, thanks you. He Thank made, you so much. means so much to him. I was <laughs> wondering if, when he was going to call. If you felt like, okay, they changed subjects, I don't want to bring it up, then hang up. Every Why would you sit around and wait for me? It's important. It's all, it's Fez, it's a great day. It's I think if he would have called up and said, I'm so proud of Fez, we, Fez would have said, thank you, and we would have kept right on going. No, awesome. he would have been chastised because the subject had changed. I think it's, but, but if you think to yourself, I'm going to get sass, uh, what did, where did you use? I said chastised. Chastised because the subject changes, uh, then just hang up. No one's forcing you to stay on the line. That's the way Regis would have handled it, you know, just, thank you, goodbye. That's it's nice. Great. I miss him already. Fe and, you know, you he know, this fucking guy, this fucking polo won't stop talking about Regis. Do you feel like that's you leaving when you see Regis leave? I, actually, it's it's actually very much about that, because life is, is only temporary, and when you see a guy who's that vital at 80, and, you know, he's basically saying goodbye because he knows, I'm fucking 80. I don't care if I, you know, if I, I seem like I'm 30. I'm 80, and I gotta, I gotta go. The, it's my ending for that. Because uh, they're way over there on the west side. You walk him down to the Hudson River, you put him in a boat, and you shoot fucking arrows into that boat, and you light it on fire as he drifts out. And you Viking funeral this shit. That would have fucking brought the house down. 
people like, oh my God, Regis is burning alive. Definitely would have gone viral. I don't understand why people are writing to me on my email saying, where can I see the pictures of Fez? How many what? times do you hear us say in Terabang? In Terabang. There is just, it, it's up. The pictures are there. They look fantastic. Uh, we are totally, and this is, you know, because some people just think, well, these radio guys are fucking around. This all really happened, which goes to show you people can cook. Even people that haven't cooked before. Um, let's go over here to uh, Tim. Tim, you're on my face. Hey, Paulo, did you ever see that movie Gap? What a piece of shit that oh, is. It, right. oh, well, that's your opinion, sir, but you know... Oh, you, that fucking sucks. Paulo, don't let... Right, well, you got to give me a reason. I, that's, that was a very brief review, in my opinion. But okay. uh, it was an awful review. It was a horrible review, but I'm I'm going to move on and just forget. It. I would like to ask one question. You mentioned the two stuffings were different. How were they, were they radically different? Yes, they were. They yeah. were radically different. Why don't you explain them, Fuzz? Uh, one uh, was a pecan and cranberry stuffing uh, with regular bread, and the other one was a focaccia bread. I think that's how you say it. You said it perfectly, Fuzz. Um, but both the recipes are up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you go to the Interrobang, it's Thanksgiving the right way. Now, isn't this interesting, Fez, that you are going to take credit for something that you didn't have to invent, you just, you know what I mean, like, if you follow the instructions. Yeah. And people don't realize, and when I knew that Fez was going to get over, is when he told me he went to the, the fucking great, uh, restaurant that he did not i mean to the great supermarket that he went out because though that's one of the better supermarkets in new york and people know it um paul i want you to hang on for a second for this week's five all right and i want you guys all to play along write it as it will come along i'm going to give you what's up on the five and you tell me what yours would have been this is the five most important comics by the decade. It looks like we've changed it to the fi the five greatest stand-up comics by the decades. But uh, we'll go along with that. Because the fact is, these are the people that were, just like we did last things, as being important to their time. The 1960s, the winner in the five, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was the guy that kind of brought... Uh, black people into white people's living rooms. I Spy was a gigantic TV show. He was the first black guy to co-star with a white uh, co-star. And it was a massive, massive uh, hit. His albums were massive. Anybody else you would have picked besides Bill Cosby for the 60s? Uh, Bob Newhart came to mind. Bob Newhart, definitely on a short list for the 60s. The weird thing is, when I did the Newhart thing, um, he thought he was the number one comic till Bill Cosby came around. He said, I was carrying the ball, and then Bill Cosby <laughs> got here, and I said, go ahead, go with it. Was Lenny Bruce the 60s? Or was Lenny the Bruce was the 60s. The 60s. Yeah. Uh, definitely is the guy that crossed the line. So both of them. Good calls. Zeets, do you have one? Uh, no, I got to agree with that one. I was going to maybe go Lenny Bruce, but that I think Cosby works. Cosby would be bigger for you. Uh, again, this is the um, most important comics decade by decade. 
Nineteen. And by the way, Paul, do you have a feeling about that? Oh yes, I do. Jonathan Winters. Jonathan Winters wow. is another really good call. Although the weird thing about Jonathan Winters is, I almost don't even consider him a stand-up. You know, what I mean, he's almost more like uh, a UCB Fred. He's almost more like an improvisational guy, but he is a stand-up. All good calls. Very, very uh, uh, proud of everybody here. All right, let's go over to. And by the way, if you want to get in on this, eight six six Ron Zero Fez eight six six Ron Zero Fez, or you could put up your votes on the Interbang. Uh, here's what the staff did on this nineteen seventies. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor as these as the guy of the 1970s. In the 60s, he actually was working, um, doing an almost rip-off version of Bill Cosby. He was working a lot of big places. He worked in a shoot, uh, shirt and tie, did like little impressions and stuff. In the 70s, after hearing an album called What's Going On uh, by Marvin Gaye, he took time off, reinvented himself. And I will say this. By far, he's the most talked-about comic in the Unmasked show. That during, when I do Unmasked, someone will always say, Richard Pryor. When I first heard Richard Pryor, I try to aim in the way of Richard Pryor. He was the first time the guy to bring in vulnerability and, like, brutal honesty. I'll never forget the time I, there was this routine that he did about one time he sucked a dick. Uh, it was decades, <laughs> oh, right, before yeah. any straight guy would say, hey, I gave it a try. That's decades before. Nuts. 1970s. Um, who you got? Carlin. Uh, Carlin, definitely in the running. No doubt about it. Carlin also was in the 60s, like prior. And he was more... Also wearing a suit. <laughs> Also, just about the same time, grew his hair long, did hippy-dippy weatherman, went in a different direction. Um, let's go over But the interesting thing about Carlin is he just kept working. Never fucking never stopped like, until he died. If you really were to do this, you could say uh, he belongs on some list in every decade. You know what I mean? Which kind of overall makes him... Uh, really, really impressive. Yeah, I didn't know when I was going to bring him up. Like I was, if the seventies, eighties, or nineties, because I was. But I'm going to say, I would have also said Carlin for here for this one. Over well. Pryor, I personally yes, but I understand the validity of both of them. Like I understand they're both really, really important. And Richard Pryor might have been more of a touchstone for a shorter time. Uh, Fez Watley, David Brenner, Ooh, David Brenner, surprising. Um, you're going Bob Newhart, David Brenner. This is all good news for Jerry Seinfeld in the 80s. <laughs> this is fantastic news for him. And Brian Regan, stay on hold to, to get your 90s award. Um, let's go over here to um, Polo. Polo, what do you got? Uh, I'll go with Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin in the 70s. Yeah. Good call. Uh, giant comedian um certainly i don't think carlin ever played the kind of rooms that steve martin did richard Pryor was playing you know huge arenas but they both were outdrawing now for me i got into carlin first uh then Pryor, and then uh steve martin was this thing that you um 
you couldn't even avoid. You couldn't get around the fact. I don't know the last time a comic got as big as Steve Martin got. Well, I do know. And that was the 1980s. And I will bring this up. 1980s, Eddie Murphy. The uh, That's made our list. Eddie Murphy, gigantic. Uh, playing sports arenas. Top, uh, save Saturday Night Live. Top arenas. Uh, biggest movie star we had. The weird thing is you weren't even comparing him to other comedians as a movie star. You were comparing him to like Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was like an action star. Uh, Hicks, for you, 1980s, most important comedian. Uh, I feel like maybe Robin Williams was incredibly important in the 80s. Was he still, or was, maybe I'm just maybe I I'm thinking think the, of him more as the 70s. Uh, okay, you maybe know, I'm thinking of movies then. When he broke. Uh, but yes, I mean, you know, no one does things just for that one decade. Um, there's no doubt he was, he's on a list somewhere here. See, what he got. All right. Uh, now, not personally influential, but I know it was, was very popular at the, at the time. Was, was Dice, like, late 80s Absolutely or early 90s? late 80s, yeah. Okay. Dice was playing gigantic places by the late 80s. Dice is on his list. I'll go Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison, certainly an important act, but I can't begin to tell you how big Murphy was at that time. Movie star, TV star, biggest selling artist, and then party all the time. My girl wants to party all the time. That's when you know you're so big, you can do shitty fucking things Crazy and get it on. You know, like at the time, he could have showed up and like said something like, you know, um, I want to make a spinoff show about my dick, and they would have tried it, you know. Claymation dick of mine. Pretty much did that with the PJs. Um, I'm gonna uh, Polo. Who do you got for the 1980s? Well, I mean, uh, I, I know Seinfeld is is a 90s guy, so it's. I mean, I would have to go with Robin Williams as well because Robin Williams goes from the 70s, 80s, and all through the career, much like Steve Martin. So See, I I do. I also think of Seinfeld as an 80s guy more than a 90s guy. Like by the time he his TV show took off. In my opinion, he was already established. What do you think, Fez? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was already the Jerry Seinfeld that was observational. Right. Com- yeah. Nothing changed in him. Um, he just put it on TV in the 90s. Yeah, he, he just got that kind of break, him and Larry David. Um, and again, this was set up as the most uh, kind of important at the time because of stuff that... Uh, Came about it. By the way, a guy named Edward said he sent me an email. Said he was so glad he was wrong about you. Um. He and he hopes that you really do cook for your family. Sorry, he was so negative. There, outside of this room, Fez, there wasn't a lot of people who believed in you. No, no, they thought I was going to show up with a bucket of KFC and an excuse. Um, yes. Kathleen still thinks it's a joke and said uh, she's a little furious about Bri Bri stealing some of her thunder. Mm. She would like to be just known as a person. You know what I mean? Not as you see her as an ornament on the end of Bri Bri's arm. Jesus Christ. Uh, 90s. And according to the five, 
the 90s was a dark, sad time for comedy. Comedy clubs uh, were drying up all over the country, uh, all because of over-exposure. Uh, uh, and then somebody came along and saved it. Somebody saved it by doing a little fucking special called Bring on the Pain. Jesus. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, that fucking special is so phenomenal. Uh, it's tough to beat that one. What I can't, you got? I can't disagree with it. I, I, I love Chris Rock. You can watch that love fucking it. thing again tomorrow. Over and over and over <laughs> it's again. It's funny as shit. It's amazing. And it was just fucking, it blew everything away. It was nuts. Let's uh, head on over to Zietz. Chris Rock definitely blew my mind in the sense that, like, the first Chris Rock special I ever saw was, I think, Bigger and Blacker. And I, I loved that. And when I found out there was one before that one, I was like, holy shit. And I went back and found it. So I thought it was amazing. The only other person I'd come up with is, like, a, a maybe Bill Hicks. Um, but, I mean, in terms of the masses, it's got to be Chris Rock. Um, yeah, the thing about Hicks is that most of his recognition came after he died. And like he's a, got a lot of it now, believe me. Fucking, no, no everyone loves it. Uh, Fez Watley. Am I in the wrong decade here? I'm going to throw out Roseanne. Yeah, I think, I mean, she's to me is an 80s comic, uh -huh. then got her TV show in the late 80s, and then just did TV, right? Yeah, like the Seinfeld thing. Then I have to go with Chris Rock. I was hoping that you were going to stay with your white bread guy and go all the way through. Um, Paula, what do you got? All right, just uh, just so we mention him, this uh, like the pulp of comedy, in my opinion, is when did he die? Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney died. You know, the weird thing about Rodney is he's one of those guys where he probably was a big comic in the seventies. By the 80s, he was already doing, like, the legend thing, like, let me bring on these other guys, you know what I mean? So, 50s and 60s probably would have been his breakout time, but he was always Rodney, you know? He was always Rodney. Um, all right, so it looks like uh, we're not getting away right now on the fact that you've got uh, Chris Rock for the 90s. I'm going to take some calls now. Mike, Mike Herman Fez. Hey, where, where do you throw, like, uh, Fire Science Theater and Credibility Gap and stuff uh, like that? You know, I mean, like, if we would ever do something about groups or something, yeah, I think that would work. But I don't think anyone thinks of those guys as stand-up. They're doing comedy, but it's not stand-up comedy. But, like, we're all bozos on this bus was... You know, incredible, and uh, credibility gap was, I guess, because they didn't go up on stage somewhere. Yeah, I got you. Bob, you're on Fez. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the 70s or the 80s, but Gallagher was real big. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I think as you were whipping around through late 80s, uh, late 70s into the 80s, and then he probably still stayed big into the 90s. Gallagher drew well for a long, long time. Uh, Tom, you're on Fez. Yeah, I was also. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna agree and say with uh, Bill Hicks, he was. He was amazing and really underestimated. Absolutely, I, Sean, you're on a fez. Yeah, I was gonna say Dennis Leary for the '90s. He well, yeah, we already said that by saying Bill Hicks. Let's uh, head on over here to Luke. Luke, you're on a fez. Hey, uh, what's up, Ron? Uh, so, as far as Carlin goes in the '70s, that Seven Dirty Words thing went all the way to the Supreme Court, I think. So, when you're discussing, you know, a uh, 
comedy act in the courtroom and in classrooms long after the fact. Yeah, yeah I don't know whether it back. went to the Supreme Court, but it definitely was the FCC um, thing that it was literally that routine that somebody played on the radio at probably a college station or one of the FM stations where they got busted for the uh, obscenity. By the way, you notice that you never hear about anybody getting busted on the obscenity things since ONA came over the satellite. They were the last show being hassled by the FCC. I'm fucking stone serious. I have not heard about another show which goes to show you either A, edginess is gone from terrestrial 100%, or B, the FCC gets it in their mind that they're just going to go after somebody. Um, let's go over here to uh, Brian. Brian, you're on my face. Uh, if you go to open mic even today, Ron, there's still guys emulating uh, Stephen Wright, who I thought was real important with the Tonight Show and stuff like that. Uh, very, very good call. That would have been the 80s on Stephen Wright. Uh, Homer, you're on my face. Hey, Ron, it's home around Kansas. How about Steve Allen and Red Fox? Uh, both those guys I would put as the 50s. And since we started in the 60s with this, uh, Bill, you're on Hey, happy tea day, guys. Uh, how about Gene Wilder and his wife, for that matter? Uh, well, I wouldn't use either one of them because this is stand-ups. So Gene Wilder, fine actor. If we wanted to do something on uh, comedic actors, we would. Now it's the last decade. Well, well, well one thing. I just wanted the to mention in the 90s, there is Tim Allen, who was pretty big in the 90s. Ooh. I'm making uh, a saw. Here's an end table. Power. Um, 2000 to 2009, hottest comedian in the country, TV stand-up specials, his own show. So more DVDs of the first season than any show in history. Knocking off The Simpsons. We are talking about Dave Chappelle, of course. Richard Pryor actually said, I pass off the torch to Dave Chappelle, which means Richard Pryor did not recognize Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock the way that we did <laughs> and thought he had a 30-year reign. Chappelle then does the strangest thing you've ever heard of, Walks out on a $55 million deal. Bounces. Says, I don't like the direction of the show. Starts to just kind of show up at little comedy clubs and says, I'm much happier now. That thing makes you a legend. That get that makes you a part of mythology. On the five, Dave Chappelle for the millennium decade. Hicks, you got anybody else? Uh, Dave Chappelle. If I would say anyone else, it might be Louis C.K. For the because after he Chappelle disappeared around 2005, 2006. And that's mm -hmm. when Louis C.K. really started, I think, blowing up at least on the stand-up wise. Because his first couple specials were fucking. They got passed around Absolutely. YouTube all over the place. Huge Absolutely. Of hits. You're like, did you see this? What this guy's saying? It's fucking. It's crazy. And in the Unmasked show, Louis C.K. has now replaced Richard Pryor as the per like. I know that name is going to pop up. As a matter of fact, in the last one, I kind of did a joke about it. Like, no, nah, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> and I like saw everyone act like shocked. Like, what? Why you know, but I, I just wanted to say something different for once. But Louis C.K. is the guy that all the other guys are talking about. And doesn't seem to let 
the pressure get to him. No. Certainly doesn't look that way to me. Uh, Zietz, what do you got? I'm going to go Dane Cook. Uh, yeah. Well, because because I, I feel like he had the most heat. Jim Carrey. On. Jim Carrey when? 2000s. Jim Carrey is more of a 90s oh, actor, 80s stand-up. 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. 94 was the... Um, the year that he did the three movies in a row. The Mass, The Pet Detective, and, and the other one. Dumb and Dumber. All was 1994. Christ. And his stand-up, I mean, he and Kinnison worked together all through the 80s. Uh, he actually did a lot of movies in the 80s, just that people didn't know him as well. Like 15 movies here. <laughs> I think he got a TV series in like 83. Fuck. But it took to 2004 for Fez to recognize him for which movie? I th for some reason I thought the pet detectives were in the 2000s. <laughs> oh my what? god! <laughs> sounds like I am so off. Sounds like somebody had a lot of gravy, a lot of gravy. Uh, who are you picking, Polo? All right, uh, there's two people I want to mention. One person came into his his uh, uh, a pinnacle in, in the two, uh, 2000 era, and uh, and then he died. Bernie Mac. Love Bernie Mac, really do. But well, you I can mean, only leave that. You can only have one. Okay, well, no, I'm just saying that he's the man for the two, because um, you get some people from before, like Andy Kaufman. So. Here's uh, Craig. Craig, you're on Hey, Ron. Hey, this is going to sound kind of out there, but um, uh, a guy, I think from the 80s, named Dennis Wolfberg, uh, he just, I know he's a small guy, but he just really popped when, um, when Comedy Central came out, for, you know, first came out, and was kind of the inspiration for the small brick wall comedy clubs that, uh, you know, he's never going to be a famous guy, but I remember a lot of people just really you know, kind of trying to be like him, as kind of goofy as he was. Dennis Wolfberg had taken his character such a strange, strange place. He used to bug his eyes out, he had kind of crazy hair, and was actually respected by a lot of people. He was terrific, but yeah, I think he died before he had that opportunity to be known. It's really, to me, it's just cool to hear you bring up that name. It's terrific. Yeah, he's a Funny, funny guy. Really, I did enjoy him, and he did. It's pretty sad how he did die early like that. Uh, Jerry, you're on Manifest. Hey, Ron. Two things. First of all, I have a 29 year old son. You have three radio shows, but I took my 29 year old son to see Ace uh, Ventura: Pet Detective when he was five. That's just a memo. <laughs> 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 what year is it now? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Look at the look at the nice food that you made, Fez. But more more importantly, Albert Brooks in the nineteen seventies was white hot for four or five years. Oh, absolutely. And Albert is, you know, can still pick up the phone and call every. Uh, Albert's <laughs> fucking genius. Albert's probably did my favorite comedy album of all time, and there's not an audience there. It's just him doing stuff, and it's fucking hilarious. It's crazy. Um, let's go over here to Dave. Dave, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, you know, in 99, when Eddie Izzard did Dress to Kill, it, it just it just killed it, and every time I watch it, it makes me laugh. I agree 100%. That is one fucking funny special, and he's an amazingly funny, fucking brilliant guy. Um, I'm crazy about him. Uh, Mike, Mike, you're on a fez. Hey, guys, what about uh, Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen, I would probably look up as an 80s act, even though, like, she got her TV show in the 90s and really found her thing in, in the 2000s. And the, she broke out in the 80s. Uh, 
always has been strong. People, it's just one of those things that you kind of forget. But tell me a time that you ever said that, hey, I saw this thing and Ellen DeGeneres bombed in front of the audience. Just doesn't happen. I forgot that she was a judge on American Idol. I forgot yes. that too. It's weird. That w that's really strange. <laughs> um, Simon was a judge there too. People don't even remember that she had that fucking sitcom where it had that one crazy like we I'm gonna come out Williams. and then everybody went crazy and Box, talked about like it. Williams? Yeah, Ellen, I think. That was, then there was the Ellen He's show. He's crazy about and it. And now right? anybody can come out because it's no big deal. You just do it, and it's no big deal, and life goes on. You just finish your pumpkin pie and off you go. Oh yeah. Um, let's go over here to Dan. Dan, you're on my face. Dan, go ahead, buddy. We lost you, pal. Sorry, Dan. Uh, CJ, you're on my face. Yeah. Uh, how about a great alternative comic, uh, Mitch Hedberg? Uh, terrific. Uh, T. Ben, you're on my face. Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say for the two thousands is uh, I was gonna say Cat Williams. I think it's, I mean, he wasn't in the nineties, was he? Was two thousand, right? Uh, yeah, he definitely was. Uh, Hicks's best buddy, Bronx Johnny, used to mention the word Cat Williams to me every day. He loves Cat Williams. He's crazy about him. boss. You know who we gotta get? Cat Williams. <laughs> boss, you like Cat Williams? I'm gonna get you some Cat Williams shit. He's just crazy about him. Hell yeah, he can't get enough. He's popular in the hood. Well, he did very, very big when he did that Mexican joke, and everybody yeah. started talking about him, and then he wouldn't apologize, <laughs> which was kind of great. Um, here's who we had lined up as the five most important stand-up comics by decade. 60s, Bill Cosby. You definitely could have put in any of the guys that you guys mentioned. Newhart, Winners, uh, Lenny Bruce... Uh, another name that we didn't mention in the 60s was Joan Rivers, actually, broke sure. back there. Um, uh, Richard Pryor for the 70s, names we brought up. Uh, Brenner for Fez, Steve Martin's name popped up. George Carlin, of course. No one mentioned Cheech and Chong, but they were massive in the 70s. Um, then Eddie Murphy in the 80s. Here's somebody that we didn't mention that was kind of... Well, I think they were probably the number one club comic in the 80s was Jay Leno. Jay Leno was the guy that everybody else measured themselves. And he used to just go on Letterman and do the Letterman show. It's murder. Murder. Him and Dave loved each other. I never, I never fucking think of him as a stand-up. I just think of it as a Jay Leno show. Not only was he a stand-up... He was the, he's constantly doing stand-up. Like, when I was, never I did 450 shows last year. Fuck. He would do Nooners, he would do whatever. And even now, every weekend he's doing stand-up somewhere. It's just something that doesn't interest you. You know what I mean? It's just like some fucking place that you'd never find yourself. Some <laughs> Indian casino. Oh, Jay, that was going to be here. Great. I'll play some roulette. Um, but I can also tell you, and I brought this up on Mass, I was in a club that he was working. He killed it. I mean, he fucking pounded the people. That's crazy. Um, the 90s, uh, we gave it to Chris Rock. Probably could have went to some other people, but the fact that he was the young guy who, you know, had a fucked up time on Saturday Night Live, and came, out. came out of it, and more or less brought back the stand-up special. 
It was just so huge and so good. And then we gave it to Chappelle. A couple other names came up. Uh, who did you have, Zietz? Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Fez had Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> the 21st century man. <laughs> Some of the great work that he was doing. Fun with Dick and Jane really was awesome. Was Liar Liar in the 2000s? No. Uh, no, it was damn. not. That was, I, saw that, I rented that on VHS. Yeah, Liar Liar was in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, I think like, Spotless he Mind. He never ages to me. I think Bruce Spotless Mind might have been um, 2000. Am I wrong about that? 2004. 2004. All right. So his comeback film. Definitely. <laughs> Bruce Almighty, The Grinch. That was all 2000s. His best work. I liked Bruce Almighty. Well, the weird thing is he didn't do any stand-up no. in the 2000s. I mean, once he hit, he was like, fuck stand-up. So, I'm, I'm not fucking running around like an asshole. I like having a lot of money and doing less work. Not fucking traveling around and going like this. Yes, do you have my room key? Fucking hate asking for people for a key. He's really like 20 million. I wonder if he still demands 20 million to film. He no. can't be, right? Yes. Hopefully he's saved. Um, what? Sound investments. I bet his house, I bet every fucking room in his house has a bowling alley. I just don't think, I don't think Jim Carrey is one of those guys to worry about tomorrow. That's just my own personal opinion of him. Here's his estate, as a fucking basketball Now, Carrie of all Lane. the people we me mentioned, and by the way, this could be called the five black uh, comics of the apocalypse. In the... Black Friday, too. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's Black Friday, and it's a five. Um... And obviously, you know, this is just the way the staff put it out there, the Interrobang. They could have went in any different direction. I mean, you could always argue about these, and that's why uh, head on over and do that. Uh, there's also a really uh, great piece that we have up on the Interrobang, and this is from ESPN last night. Zietz, did you get the opportunity? To see this? No, not yet. All right, go into it. What was the guy's name? Stan Verrett. All right, Stan Verrett, I want you to listen to this. This is going all around, and he's calling last night. Turn it up as loud as you can to it. Thank you, Fez. At the Euros, Colorado State and Stanford close the second of the first half. Stanford's Gabriel Harris. Time, distance, nigga with a problem. All right. Stanford oh, wins it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did he say? Wait, I think I know what he meant to say. I just realized. Let's give it a listen again. Time, distance, nigga with a problem. Um, Fuzzy, what did he say? The man said, "Nigger with a problem." Oh, oh. Um, yeah, we did. He said. <laughs> Think. Neither one a problem. Neither one a problem. Um, <laughs> it's up on the Interrobang now. Uh, neither one a problem. And he's trying to explain that to everybody. Uh. Um... You can be the judge. You go head on over to the Interrobang and uh, check it out. 
It's up on the terror bag. Who was the guy who said it? What was the guy's name? Stan Verrett. All right, here's the weird thing about these guys. Every one of them reminds me of the other guy now. I never, like in the old days, you would know your Sports Center guy. Yeah. They're all Sports Center guy to me now. It's a rotating fucking. It's it's a it's a rotating circle. Of just dudes who are just the same person. It is the same personality. And if there's a duo, if there's two people up there, oh wow, there there's no difference between them, is there? I have no clue. Unless it's PTI, and then all right, Wilbon's the man. Hell yeah! But they're the rest love Wilbon. Wilbon's really fucking awesome. Um, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> let's head on over here to uh, Brett. Brett, you're on the fuzz. Her last appearance here in uh, Tampa, she showed out two shows at Ruth Eckert Hall, and that's Kathy Griffin. That many gays in Tampa. Whoa. Did not know <laughs> that. Uh, Tony, you're on Renefez. Hey, how's it going today, guys? Hey, uh, kind of off subject, back to the old subject. Fez, I'm proud of you. I think you might have finally found the thing to help you get over all your mental problems. You talk about how you sit at home at night with nothing to do and just having terrible dreams and blah, blah, blah. Maybe if you start putting yourself into this cooking, you can have your mind on something other than what you, you know, your problems in your life, and you also like doing for other people so well. The Advice Show. I just put a bird in the oven. Uh, John, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? Yeah. I was trying to go back to the topic before. Um, comics in the 90s, I was trying to bring up Martin Lawrence. Uh, Martin Lawrence was gigantic, gigantic uh, comedian, Martin. no doubt about that. Hell yeah. I used to watch uh, that. Our chairman of Fez. Flip Wilson. Uh, Flip Wilson, I would say he was a 60s guy, although he probably got his start in the 1950s. I used to love his show. I used to watch the shit out of that with my dad on TV land. Uh, Dan, Dan, you're on Hey, one of the original queens. Everybody's forgetting Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I would give her, she might have started in the 50s, but I would think of her as a 60s act. Massive in the 70s. Even bigger in the 80s. In the 90s. Started to fall off, but she never stopped working. Ever. And now she's like just the E, the woman on E now. She, she's on E killing it. With, Is uh, she? Uh, yeah, she's out, like on all the time with uh, the trashing people, with what they, women, what they wear. No, that's years ago. No, she's still doing it. She's, still she's back doing the red carpet? Well, no, she's, that was just a, her own show that's on Weekly where she trashes people. That's on E. I thought she, and don't her and her, her daughter also get on the TV Guide channel for, for the big award shows live? Uh, anybody who wants to... Um We'll go over there. And by the way, I am very curious to know whether we dumped out or not. Did we? I don't I don't know if we made it. I didn't know with satellite what we I'm always out. curious to know. I don't we we didn't make it. We did not. Um let's go over to uh mate. Mate, you're on the run of face show. Yeah, I wanna say in the nineties, uh Dennis Miller came in all dupes that hazard getting it. I think Dennis Miller more of an eighties act myself. And Dennis Miller always has been a strong comic. I know a lot of people got upset with him in a post 9-11 world where he became best friends with with uh, Bill O'Reilly. But right. apparently he's killing it over there, too. Uh, Dan, you're in Yeah, I don't think he's going to steal the crown from anyone, but wasn't Sinbad absolutely huge? 80s, gigantic. Uh, 
Alzo is one of those guys that I saw just kill a fucking room before. Just kick the shit out of a room. You got all those movies for a reason. I mean, white people uh, love Sinbad so much. I can't even begin to tell you. White people would go crazy for him. I like and it was and because I guess he was clean. He was he was a clean act, but he was funky. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So he was like Will Smith before there was a Will Smith. He's like, this is what we're bringing to you, America. Just get used to me, and then Will Smith's going to take this ball and run it in. I feel like he used to wear those sweatsuits, too, but like the swishy ones. You know, they made a noise when you walked. I don't yeah, even see those anywhere anymore. He did. And he would go loud. He would go 80s loud. Um, it's funny when you look over, and some people don't know the difference between a stand-up and a comedic actor. Um, let's go over to um, Tom. Tom, you're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? By the way, uh, nothing got dumped. And uh, my the, the most influential comedian of the '90s has to be Carrot Top. Uh, Carrot Top. Um, I guess he's '90s. Yeah, I guess he was biggest in, in the '90s, although still big today. The thing is, was he influential or did he just do what Gallagher did? That's yeah, the thing. He got killed constantly. Just more Gallagher stuff. <laughs> Not that the critics were ever good to Gallagher With or new, the other comics. Hanson liked him. Um, Hanson looked nervous, dude. I if think you, we all were a little nervous. It's, you're, it's nervous when you open up the door and fucking Carrot Top is waiting there, looking all Carrot Toppy, going, uh, can I talk to Hanson? What? Ah. It's pretty great if you want to make a collect call, though. So I actually was doing a, hey, here they are, and they were all like, uh, they were kind of looking around a little bit. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought they had a pre-existing relationship, and then it turned out they didn't. They met before, <laughs> and he came back to meet again. <laughs> um, Bob, you're in the fizz. Hey, boys, girl of Bob here. The, uh... Uh, uh, Robert Klein wasn't mentioned, I don't think. And Fezzy was kicking ass today, by the way. Oh, yeah, uh, Fez is all over it. Um, the Robert Klein would have been in that David Brenner spot that Fez came up with. Because uh, he, he kind of went from like a Robert Klein over to Jerry Seinfeld into... What was that other guy's name that did the Mad About You? Oh, Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser. These are people who observe things and then tell you what they observed. You know, it's always like, what is that thing called when someone does this? You know what I'm saying? I know it's a small thing, but I'm paying attention. <laughs> and don't you think about it now that I'm talking about it? What? You know, it's like a banana has its own wrapping, isn't it? You know? It's like the only wrapped fruit. You're like, oh, what's inside here? Oh, it's a banana. It's like it's Thank you, everybody. Keep thinking of the weird little things. <laughs> Love it. And, you know, some people say shoelaces, but it's not made out of lace, is it? Yeah, I thought, yeah. <laughs> He's right. He's I mean, so if right. I use laces, I'd break it when I ran. <laughs> Now, I never talk about when I get gas, because that's <laughs> uncomfortable. And I'll never mention the word labia, ever. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, I work with a way that the whole family can enjoy. Those are my wife's crotch. <laughs> um, Dave, you're running first. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. What is it, Dave? Yeah. Okay. They weren't stand-ups. I got to get somebody on these phones that knows the difference between an actor and a stand-up. You know what? We give those boys turkey and now they're sleepy. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, what? Who? JFK. Yeah, I want you to great. tell me something. I, I want you to be honest. Okay. And this is about B-Dog. All right, the B-Dog. Is he or is he not fucking UCB Fred? <laughs> I, I've seen him canoodling. See, that I don't like. You know what that leads to. Uh, we got a break here. All that stuff, is, do we break or take it to the limit one more time? We can break. Uh, we break. We'll come back and wrap up the show. We're running Fez. It's around the Fez show. I was looking at the most popular over on the entire bank. Fez Watley's made it to number two, but you still can't knock off that mother and daughter underwear. <laughs> I'll it's, get it's, there. Uh, I don't know. There's another story on the wire today that's really interesting to me. Um, and I don't know what state it is, but this transvestite or transgender. Uh, woman shows up so i'm guessing this is the correct way you used to be a man and now you're a woman so she shows up because the license still has mail written on it uh and the fact of the matter is she says no i'm a family and they go no you can't we can't change that so she goes out front takes off her top and stands there with her tits out, and they arrest her for being a woman with her tits out. Oh, man. Even though, according to her license, she is a male. And it really got me thinking that in the future, you're not even going to have this. It's not going to come up. Are you a male or a female? That's fucking weird. And this, and this woman is also a post-op, so it's, I mean, they went all the way. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There ain't no 
no testicles. But really, does it matter? What does it matter that you have to have a a thing that identifies you as male or female? What fucking purpose does that serve? Well, now that there's equality, you know, it shouldn't really matter. <laughs> well, you right? throw equality up in air mittens, like we don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, men and women should have the same rights. Yeah, I get it. I agree 100%. So that they say the same rights, what's the difference? There? You can't go into a cigar bar and say, do not let her in here with me. This is a male's man. only club. We don't need a finale. Tell that slit to beat it. Oh. Beat it. Beat it. Um, anyway, that was uh, the big story. Also up there this uh, today, you can see uh, the five, which we just went over with. And Fez Watley's fantastic dinner that he uh, he did. Also, Pete Dominic wants to help. Uh, has Pete retweeted this? Does Pete know about this? Check his Twitter. When we uh, get back, Zeech, you're going to take the big position of making sure people tweet back to us. You're going to meet them in the hall, go over it with them. You tweet us, we'll tweet you. Because he gets in like, please give out my Twitter. And then, you know, we do all this from him. Can't get so much as a link. <sighs> Pete Dominic. Actually, I don't know if you'd be crazy about it. Um, because some of the people are a little anti. Except for Bob, of course. He's always the best. Uh, here's uh, Joe in Manhattan. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie? Yes, sir, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, um... Back in the nineties, I had my license by mistake. They put F, they put female on there. Uh huh. So I was go, I was driving around for about ten or fifteen years with it, and I get, you know, I get the cops or tickets and stuff, and they, you know, laugh at me a little bit. But it was always, it was just a mistake, and I didn't want to stand online for another four hours getting a new license. So I just, and each time they renewed it, they had female. On it. Finally, when the New Jersey had those brand new licenses, they got it right. But that's a really no funny story, but it, it didn't. Uh, I, it just goes to show there's nothing legal about it. No, it doesn't mean it a legal thing it. in the world. No, nope. <laughs> and uh, no, it never bothered me at all. It was just kind of something to laugh at. That's all. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling, Joe. Uh, it is the Run of Fez show. We will uh, close down shop. <laughs> what are you doing, Hicks? <laughs> Whip it. <laughs> you can't. That's just supposed to be cream. By the way, that's how short you do it. I got whipped cream in there. It was I, I pushed it too far, you know? I was like I think you just have to tilt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not working. Oh jeez. It worked. I got it hit before. The good thing is not only will you get a little whip out of it, but you'll destroy all the whipped cream. <laughs> Because you can't, once that's out, yeah. it won't work anymore. It's just stuck in there. That first hit was good, though. It's stuck in there. Walla, walla, walla. It gets all, like, watery after that. Yeah, it's all fucked, so. Sorry, everybody. No one's having whipped cream on there. Fucking pie. <laughs> this wasn't even ready whipped, though. I mean, Tuscan. Are you shitting on his dinner now? Why are you doing that? No, it was good. I like the pie. Why are you going to take a shot at him? He can't say how he feels, Eats. 
He can't say his opinion? Yeah. No. He's trying to get my you, I don't know why he's... You, you fucking flying a Dane Cook flag in here all day. Nobody fucking t attacks you. Yeah. You're allowed to do it. Let that why can't fly. Bang Bang say what's on his mind? That's right. I want to get my fucking high on. I want to take some whippets. <laughs> and it's, that's all I want to do. Maybe have some rum later. Who knows? You so know we... what? I'm turning this fucking car around. I don't need you boys acting like this. Oh, but we had such a good day. We should get an oxide tank in here. People are uh, also writing and trying to f find out what the guy on uh, ESPN actually had to say last night. It's we've we've gotten into a, a weird place in our life. Um, boom goes the M bomb. Those people are a problem. Neither one a problem is what he said, other than the word, the way that Fez uh, put it. Neither one a problem. Let's go back and listen to it. At the Euros, Colorado State and Stanford, close the second of the first half, Stanford's Gabriel Harris. Time, distance, neither one a problem. Neither one a problem. Let me try it. Time, distance, neither one a problem. I think that's what he said. Um, maybe. I mean, it was garbled, you know? Even if he didn't, he's uh, not a white guy, so it's perfectly fine if he says it. That's my rule of thumb. I don't, it's on TV, though. Right, I get that, too. You know, it's like just dropping things and such. I got what you're saying. Let's go back and listen to it one more time. By the way, this is up on the Interabang, Under the Wire, if... Um, You'd like to give it a listen. Apparently, FCC not interested in this, right? Mm -mm. It's fine. Stanford closes second of the first half. Stanford's Gabriel Harris. Time, distance, neither one a problem. Neither one a problem. You don't hear it, Hicks? I'm not hearing it. I'm thinking like jive talk, you know? <laughs> neither one. I, I, first of all, A, I don't know what jive talk means, but... Two, um, there it goes. He dropped the neither one. The neither one bomb is where he put it. Um, crazy. Controversial. Yeah, well, you know, it's ESPN. It's always controversial. Neither one a problem. Try it one more time so I can just make sure. Maybe. Stanford closes the second of the first half. Stanford's Gabriel Harris. Distance, neither one a problem. Neither one a problem. Anyone who doesn't see it that way, in my opinion, is a racist. I mean, I wouldn't see myself as a racist, but I'm just saying that. I know that. I know this for a fact. You're not a racist because I know your friends, <laughs> <laughs> and your friends are Hicks because he grew up in the story of Queens, and this is the great thing about urban areas, is that they're his friends look like the UN. Everywhere you look, people... And a lot of your friends are even born in other countries. Mm-hmm. I, I run with an international crowd. The lowest people in each <laughs> nationality. <laughs> like, you pick out a country. Who's ever the shit-on version of that country, he runs with. It's made some slum dogs. Yeah. So, you're the exact opposite of a... Um, as a jet setter. I don't know what you would be considered. <laughs> a sewer setter. All right, now go back to that, Hicks. Okay. 
the second of the first half, Stanford's Gabriel Harris. Time, distance, nigga with a problem. Alright. Now let me just put it to you this way. Okay. Time, distance. distance. By the way, it means he had the time to shoot. He had the distance to shoot. He shot time, distance, neither one a problem. That makes sense, right? I now, can't. time, distance, the ball goes in, and bomb with a problem. That's just the opposite. He does. No one has a problem. It's victory. They're no, happy, no, yeah. Colorado State's got the problem. That's what he's talking about. See, that's how I'm seeing it. There's Does it make sense? You, yes, it does. It, you don't need to see it. You need to hear it. I'm hearing it, too. That's all. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Distance. Neither one a problem. Pepper, it's very simple. That should get its own box, by the way. Boy, this is, this is great. And get out of this stupid uh, Empire Strikes Back. Fisher versus Shatner. Track Neither out. one of them has a problem. No, both of them are on top of the goddamn star fields. <laughs> Amen to that, Ronnie V. Amen to that. Just another star story. Doesn't matter what it is. Tracker Wars. Count us in. Bang, bang. You out of all people. You know slang. This By the way, I know it says in all of us, fucking Fez's food is repeating. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but everybody here is doing it. Hey, look. I got... Yeah, it happens. Maybe a little too much butter and everything. Yeah, except for on the biscuits, they came in dry as a fucking brick. Counterbalance. I'm kind of plasticky. Saying. <sighs> crazy, crazy day. We are going to be off on next week. Uh, but Hicks, she got some great best of stuff pick, right? Oh yeah, that's right. We're like, gonna be playing um, Thanksgiving Day. Will be our Thanksgiving. Those will be the Thanksgiving. And then that repeats here. on Black Friday, right? That, that's on Friday. Correct. Yeah, that's with Arlo Guthrie and the Robbie Robertson interview too. Playing the last waltz just makes sense. Robbie Robertson. Sure, it makes perfect sense. That's gonna be a great show, and the show of uh, people who sung in our faces. Also playing that. Do we know who we got? It's gonna be Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Perfect. Dayan Lenoir Trixie Whitley. By the way, they were on TV last night. Oh, that's awesome. It's Black Dub? Yeah. That's that's what show were they on? That's Scotsman that's on late at night. Oh, okay, Craig Ferguson? I guess so. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't know the name of every show. If you think I look like a fucking TV guy, then I guess I no, am one. No, no, there's no show going on. No. Rob, what's on tonight? Anyway, let me give you my cheers and jeers coming up <laughs> just a couple of moments. <laughs> All right, so uh, people that sing in Ron's face. That's right. So who do we got? All right, so it's Kaywin Shepard, Black Dub, Ryan Bingham, mm -hmm. bringing back the Spin Doctors when they did uh, when they played <laughs> plugged in the fishbowl. Oh, is a Spin Doctor show. Go ahead. And then Lindsey Buckingham. You know what? The weird thing is uh, that people check in on the Lindsey Buckingham on a daily basis. Hell yeah! Someone new wants to find out. I understand you had Lindsey Buckingham. Can I hear that song? Blah, blah, blah. It was amazing. It was crazy. when he, Just watching him play guitar in this room was... He's a phenomenal guitar player. And no one ever gives him credit for that because he was in Fleetwood Mac. No, but it was amazing. Just watch him play. It was crazy. There's other people. Like, Stephen Stills is considered a great guitar player by guitar players. But because he sang around with a bunch of guys who harmonized, 
No one ever gives them the credit. Mm-mm. Guess who does? Neither one a problem. That's what I say. That's what I'm calling myself right now. Maybe. My nickname that I run for uh, by is neither one a problem. That's what they call me. Could be a nickname. That's going to be the name of my boat, too. <laughs> really? Not only is it my nickname, but it's my boat nickname. Well, that'll be great, because you'll be like out on the seas, everything will be looking nice, and you'll have no problem. Uh, what else you got? And then rounding it out, Mr. Todd Snyder, who's awesome when he came in. What did he sing? He sang a couple of his live tracks off the album he was promoting. Hey, my name's Tom Snyder, and I'm writing up some music for you boys. That's crazy stuff happened to me, and there was gospel. Uh, we liked him a lot, too. Yeah, I love, love Todd Snyder. Here's our friend right now. It's Lady Trucker. Hey, you guys. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. All right, honey. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Where do you go? I'm going to be driving my truck somewhere. You really? You're not going to take the day off? No, no. I'll be driving my truck somewhere, but I'll probably have my Thanksgiving, uh, like, uh, Sunday or Monday. My husband will cook up a corner shin. I'd tell you. Uh, Lady Del Griffin. Uh, it doesn't come up a lot, but no one works harder than truckers. It's true. The fact that she's out there on Thanksgiving, moving things around. They keep this country fucking working. It is much. true. They do. Keep everybody else eating. All right, thanks, LT. Yep, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Keep on trucking. Better keep on trucking, baby. And people are writing up on that, too. They're going back and forth between neither one or the M-bomb. Uh, five most important stan- uh, comics by decade. Thanksgiving pictures by Fez Watley. Fez again. No matter what anybody says about you. Um... You won't be able to ever say anything bad about this Thanksgiving dinner. 162 comments, Fez. And I hope you go back and read them all. Because basically, they're saying uh, Fez is back. I'll just read this. Way to come through, Fez. Congrats on the big uh, thing. Today's the first day of Fez Let's see this. Now that Fez is back, can you tell Zito to shut the fuck up? Quit chiming in. He really comes off like a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Great job, Fez. You don't have to read that one, Fez. Great Thanksgiving. I'm going to... Great job, Fez. Uh, How come the corn casserole recipe isn't up? Fez went around. He fucking hot-dogged that one. Outstanding uh, spread, Fez. Looks beautiful. Fantastic. Fez is my favorite. In all honesty, best show in a long time. Great job, Fezzy. Way to go, Fez. Could not smiled more listening to the show today. Then took a look at the pics. Very impressed. Nice work, Fezzy. Fez, you're way on your well, buddy. Let's just say that Fez has found his inner Jim Smith. Now, how many times have you told us, Fez... That the listeners hate us. Hate you. Oh, thousands. Does that sound like they hate you? No, that's uh, that's all really nice sentiments. Why do you Especially think the it, thing about Zito. Why do you think wait, that... Wait, no. No, it's not. Why do you think that they said nice things? Well, because I pulled something off. You delivered. You delivered. <coughs> um... Here's John. John, you're on a fez. 
Yeah, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. And I think Fez's secret ingredient must have been victory because, Fez, you knocked it out of the park. Way to go, buddy. You really did. And I'm going to tell you Fez's secret ingredient. Come. Oh! So, no! What? His secret ingredient is come. Whether uh, it's a dessert, a side dish. Uh, why would you do that? Here's Omar. You're on my Fez. You ate jizz, Pepper. Ronnie B. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I was wondering if you guys are going to talk about the uh, football games uh, that are going to be going on on Thanksgiving Day. Why would we talk about it since we've already got this weekend's games before that even happens? Uh, isn't this a Thanksgiving show? No, that's already over. We've already done that part for Thanksgiving. We gave you a lovely Thanksgiving. Look who it is. This is a very good friend of ours, GVAC. Hey, GVAC. Hey, gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Uh, just tremendous amount of thanks for everything you do. Make it easier for all of us out here that are working all the time. And I also want to just say how thankful I am for the whole Ron and Fez community. This Thanksgiving, I am going to have 12 friends coming down, renting a cabin here in the Smoky Mountains to come have Thanksgiving with me. Every one of them people I met through the show. Uh, tell, tell us who they are. Jeez, we got, well, we got... Uh, Jersey Rich and Friday are coming down. Dan from Albany. Um, Ryan in Minnesota is coming down with his wife and kids. Uh, from everywhere. I'm, you know, pretty much from all over the country. Dude, this sounds so great that if you would have told me in time, I would have been there. That uh, I love the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> uh, it's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait, and I really, it, it means so much to me that people would do this, like to come all the way down here and just to. Like, instead of being with their regular, normal family, they're all taking the trip down here. And it, it, it sounds so much better than my Thanksgiving. And do you... <laughs> Come on down! <laughs> I, I would have been there if I didn't already... Do you know how many years it's been since I've had sex with Friday? I mean, that alone would have done it. <laughs> it's it's going to be a blast, but seriously, man, thank you guys for everything you do. All right, thanks. All Take right, care. guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Um, Mark, you're on Fez. Yeah, Ronnie B. Uh, always enjoyed calls from Rorschach, man. Have you heard from Rorschach? You know, we haven't heard from Rorschach uh, in a while. Rorschach always did the Rorschach rants. Here's the last thing that he had to say to us. Um, no, he came in Dukes of Hazard, getting it digging like that, like Dale Jr., and then hooked up and shot forward. And when he hooked up and shot forward, that's when he came in and, and hit. Uh, let's go over here to Bill in Boston. Hey, guys. Uh, Fez, you did a great job today. And I just want to let you guys know that uh, I've been, you know, i got some shit going on in my life, and you guys are really fucking great in everything you do, and I appreciate it, and happy Thanksgiving to you all. Same to you, my friend. It's really, really uh, cool. Um, co cool to hear from you. Um, Norby, you're on the Fez. Hey, guys, I just want to say uh, happy Thanksgiving. Drive around here down the Florida Keys and uh, listen to your show. And uh, every joke Zito makes, you're just passing right over it like you say nothing, and it's just killing me. It's hilarious. I never uh, fucking... First of all, <laughs> oh. here's the thing. I'm not going to sell somebody's fucking joke as a fake laugher because I expect everybody to be funny. It's like if you're watching a fucking movie and somebody says something funny, are the other guy when the other guys start to laugh, it always looks like fake laughter to me.
I prefer it with just on my own that it lays there uncomfortably and then dies on the vine. To me, that's humor. But sometimes, sometimes it does okay. Let me just hear you tell a joke and I'll try laughing at it. Uh, oh, duh. Come on, funny man. Okay. Give me one. You're so oh, fucking funny. All right. I heard this from my friend Pepper. What type of... What's a pirate's favorite sweater? If I was fucking three, I'd, I'd, oh. I'd say what? Hey, by the way, uh, and I don't know whether it's going to happen. Obviously, Zito was part of the Syracuse basketball program. Zito had been ball boy, an assistant manager to the assistant coach. Hey, this isn't supposed to... I am not making any moves until I hear from the children that were involved. Good. Um, Syracuse says bypass Penn State. No, I don't know. I don't think that's what happened. Definitely Someone has. actually said this on my street the other day. I'm out having a smoke, and the guy says this. He goes, when are they going to change the name from Penn State to Blowjob State? And I go, <laughs> you... That's go, creative! Do you realize that this is just bluntness? It's not even an attempt at wordplay? This is the shit. I mean, if you're going to make a fucking joke, do one. Um, I got a kid fucking you. Everybody, uh, we will stay in touch with you on the Interrobank during vacation time. A lot of new stuff. We're going to go up there. Thank you to the editor in the Interrobang who's made this so fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Just fucking spot on. The weird Great. thing is, is once we started doing that, we started hearing from so many other people how much they like the show more, which actually became Zito's. This has been the, the, the time that Zito really found his footing, just about the time we started to do this. Yeah. Hicks... His liver went out, but he's still funny. And Fez Watley, the uh, turkey dinner, is the first of the daily food that Fez will start right? making for us here. Can't show. wait. This Sick of McDonald's. I have a kitchen to clean when I get home. I will tell you this, Fez, and it doesn't have to be the day that you come back. You're making a massive breakfast for us one day. Fuck yeah. You're Ooh. coming in with a massive, fantastic breakfast. I'm sick of these weird Midtown breakfasts, I'll tell you that much. He does not like the brown bag breakfast. Pronto Pizza makes a great breakfast, my friend. No, they don't. <laughs> they really don't. That was the one I stole from Pepper. It was like punishment. So uh, you're stealing. Everybody have a fantastic uh, Thanksgiving. Um... I'm on my way down to a cabin in Tennessee. Nice. Um, Dustin, you're in Fez. Hey, man, I just wanted to say I'm seven days sober, and uh, whether you meant to or not, I know you don't know like this, but whether you meant to or not, you've been a big inspiration to me, and I just want to say thanks, man. That's really great to you, man. Best of luck with it. Uh, keep counting those days, all right, brother? Just count the days, that's all. Hicks, is there something you want to say now that you heard that? I can't wait for the show to be over. You know, so start drinking. Oh, you know how seconds. Do you know how happy I would be if you came to me and said because you am seven days sober? <laughs> Instead, you're standing there with your whipped cream. Fucking don't whip it like it. Oh God, it's like watching you tie off. Pepper. It's it's like seeing a busboy in fucking San Diego. 
Hey, listen, it's a good high. It's it's nice because it really don't hurt you that much. It kills brain cells. So is fucking all the liquor I pound, and that makes me inebriated for hours at a time. A whip, it's one and done, you know. But the, but you have unless you have the box, that is about twenty or thirty done. Uh, tell our boys that we answer the hotline in this business. Oh, one last thing. Beat fucking Sun Valley! Fuck them! Beat their asses! They're the rich kids! Fuck them! Fuck them! Let's do the single style. Marcus Hook, represented. Trainer, represented. Ogden, represented. Wolfwin, represented. And most importantly of all, the place that's home of the T.O. boys, Twin Oaks, Pennsylvania, Chichester Eagles. Do it! And that's the end of my show. Donk. way up tomorrow. Soon it'll be filled with park and cars. For a little while I love to watch things on TV
Ron and Pez Show.